At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What a title! Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like to a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What are you talking about? What, is this your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. And we've got ourselves a complaining situation in the world of sports yet again. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. 
You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate you hanging out with us here as we continue to have some fun in the world of sports and beyond, and we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So here we go. A controversial call in the world of college football on a Friday night. Now, if you remember, a week ago I was talking about the issue of targeting in college football. A player got ejected from a game for a targeting call, and my whole point is, look, it's a moving target. These are moving targets. It's full speed. Guys trying to, to, to make a tackle or make a hit. The intent isn't always Ill, uh, ill. The intent isn't always the wrong thing. They're not trying to hurt anybody. So the idea that we're punishing these kids and ejecting them from games, not a fan of. Well, here we are a week later. And we've got ourselves more controversy. Now, I don't know about you, but I will gladly take controversy on the field than more COVID conversation. That has worn me out. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. So here we go. We had a, uh, a call in the Minnesota-Purdue game on Friday night. Payne Durham, who's a tight end for Purdue, Thought what caught what many people thought was the go ahead and most likely game winning touchdown against Minnesota. And then all of a sudden there was a flag thrown and he was called for offensive pass interference. And of course, that was met with outrage. People freaked out. You can find the video. You can find the clip. It's been talked about. It's been broken down. A lot of people were discussing this topic. A lot of people were were outraged by the call. They were angry by the call. Offensive PI. What ended up happening is Purdue ended up throwing an interception on the very next player, the uh, the play after. They lost the game. Minnesota wins. Bad loss for Purdue. First thing you do, blame the official. That was a terrible call. Not really. It was ticky-tack. But it wasn't an awful call. There have been plenty of worse calls in the world of football. That was ticky-tack. It was borderline. It wasn't a terrible call. The problem with us, though, and this happens, and there's a couple of clear examples of it, we get used to things going poorly, and we just apply that reaction to things that don't warrant it. We just assume that because... Uh, uh, pass interference is called, that that's an equal to some of the most egregious pass interference calls or non-calls in the history of football. They're not. There are levels to this. But because we get used to it going poorly, we just apply that and make a broad conversation about pass interference and we apply that to this play. It's not. Same thing happens in boxing. In boxing, scoring has always been an issue. Scoring fights in boxing has always been an issue. There's always a bad call. There's always a guy who feels he got robbed. And that's why if you talk to a lot of people who score fights, and I've talked to people. I used to cover boxing. I used to go to these events. I used to uh, work these events. We've, I, I've done press conferences and worked uh, fights for Fox Sports Radio and other places before I even worked at Fox Sports Radio. If you talk to people who go to boxing events, they'll tell you, we judge a fight 
in three different ways. So that way we can get the most accurate score. If we're in person, we judge the fight in person. Then when we get back home, we watch the replay of the fight and we score the fight there. And then we watch it again, but we do it with the sound off so that you have triple proofed your work and you can try and come to the conclusion of the absolute best score you could possibly come up with. But still, heat of the moment, if somebody feels like their fighter got robbed, they explode. But not every score that's close is a bad score. Not every single one means, oh my God, I had so-and-so winning. Okay, but how many close rounds were there? Because two close rounds that go to the other side that you can argue uh, could very easily be scored one way or the other, that completely changes the fight. We do the same thing in football, and we do it with pass interference, and I get it. Some of the most ridiculous penalties and some of the most talked about and scrutinized penalties in football, not just in college football, but in the NFL, have been pass interference. Why is that? It's the most punitive. In the NFL, you could be awful throwing the ball downfield. All you got to do is chuck it up, get a P.I. call, next thing you know, you're in field goal range. I remember being in Chicago a few years. This was probably 2010. I want to say 2010. There was a Monday night game between the Bears and the Packers. I remember sitting at a bar watching that in Chicago. Jay Cutler had never beaten the Packers. All right, The Packers had dominated the Bears. The only reason the Bears won that game is because Cutler threw a ball deep enough downfield and they called a pass interference. I think it went to overtime. They kicked a field goal and won the game. And Mike McCarthy was losing his mind. It's too punitive in a lot of cases. It was a borderline call to begin with. So because of that, we see the reactions that we see, but they're not all bad calls. This one that happened... Because we, we've seen so many pass interference penalties, whether it's the NFC Championship game, the Rams, Saints, all that stuff. It's poisoned the well. This stuff is now poisoned. So we just assume, oh, my God, these are all awful calls. That one, that one was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. No, it wasn't. Durham for Purdue pushed off. He pushed off with one arm to create separation. I know I'm going to be in the minority of this because it was the hot take thing to do to jump all over and say, oh, my God, they blew this again. No. He pushed off with one arm. It was ticky-tack, no doubt about it. Would I have made the call? No. I wouldn't have made the call. But let's not pretend that it's the most atrocious and ridiculous thing that we've ever seen. But I don't even blame the people that go that direction. I think the reason it happens is because we just apply other instances that this stuff goes down to everything. And you can't. There are different degrees of this. It's part of the reason I I can't stand what they've done with the face mask penalty. In the NFL, if you accidentally brush a guy's face mask and his head turns for a brief second, 15 yards. If you take a guy's face mask and rip it off his body and remove his head with it, it's 15 yards. What? Two completely different penalties. Not, not even in the, like, a lot of times, it's not even intentional. A guy goes to make a tackle around somebody's uh, shoulders, his hand slips, he grazes a face mask, 15 yards. 
Why should that be the same as another guy popping some dude's dome off like it's a Pez dispenser? It doesn't make any sense. So not all penalties are equal. And not all degrees of, of egregious blown calls are equal. This one, look, ticky-tack. I wouldn't have made the call. I can understand why if you're a Purdue fan. And by the way, I love how everybody is like, come to the Purdue. It's the Purdue Defense League all of a sudden. Now everybody's jumping all over. We want to defend Purdue. Stop. All right. I think I'm the only one that actually gave the guy's name who got called for the push-off. Payne Durham. Okay, I think, I think I'm the only guy who actually credited the guy's name. If we're going to bury the call, let's at least get all the, uh, the cast in. All right, so we can roll the credits correctly. But it's like they're not all the same. It's ticky-tack, yes. Was it the worst call in the world? Absolutely not. And by the way, I do like how they only showed the one camera angle to where you couldn't actually see his arm extend to push off. But if you actually watch the game, and I did, there was another camera angle where you can clearly see he extends the arm, pushes off, and the official was right there to call the flag and throw the flag. Ticky-tack, yes. Awful, not quite. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, speaking of getting the shaft, right? and I've noticed this, and I've talked about this, and I had to get this off my chest because it's really bothering me. We're just going to forget Halloween, or we're just going to forget that Thanksgiving exists? Is that what we're going to do? Anybody else annoyed by that? We literally jumped from Halloween to Christmas. Thanksgiving is this week. People have got Christmas decorations up. I'm hearing Christmas music when you go outside. Uh, I'm seeing uh, inflatable Santas in every single house in every neighborhood. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Can't Thanksgiving get a little bit of love? All of a sudden, uh, Thanksgiving, and this is a little bit different, and I've talked about this in years past, how, how places are now open on Thanksgiving. We jumped from Halloween to Christmas. No love for Thanksgiving. They're doing Black Friday three days ago. What happened? I get it. 2020 is a weird year, but let's not throw everything out. All right, I get it. Certain places are on lockdown and certain places have curfews. I get all that. You can still celebrate Thanksgiving. I think, and I'm not trying to generalize people, and I'm not trying to point at you if you're this person, I would just simply like to point this out. If you've already put up your Christmas decorations, and if you put up your Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving, uh, I think you're a terrible human being. That's what I think. That, that's, that's honestly what I think. I think you're a terrible human being, and I think you have completely skipped the vegetables and gone straight to dessert. All right? Pay your respects to Thanksgiving. It's a great American holiday where we can sit back, watch football, stuff our faces, and then get ready to be woken up because somebody in your family wants to go get a blender for 12 bucks. that's normally 28 All right? And let's leave it at that. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, by the way, busy show here uh, coming up over the next four hours here on Fox Sports Radio. We got Knox Locks, Week 11 edition. We were red hot a week ago. Guess that garbage, pro wrestler or porn star. We got the prop bet monster, the scraps, you name it. Four hours of grab ass and shenanigans here on FSR. But coming up next, there was a decision made in the NFL on Friday, I will tell you what the real reason is behind it because it's starting to make a little bit more sense. Find out what that is next year on FSR.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, there is something going on in the world of sports. You are being forced to care about something. You are being force-fed something in the world of sports. I will explain what that is coming up here 10 minutes from now uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I'm getting uh, you know a little bit of pushback, a little, some support, some pushback for my thought, um, not on the, uh, the pass interference penalty that everybody was exploding about on Friday night between Purdue and Minnesota, uh, but the fact that, uh, which, by the way, not a terrible call. He pushed off. Uh, but uh, the fact that uh, I say, listen, if you've already got your Christmas decorations up and you're already uh, uh, doing all that before Thanksgiving, I just think you're a terrible person. It's not, nothing personal. I'm not trying to call names. I'm ju- I just think you're a terrible person. That's it. I, I think Thanksgiving deserves respect. I think we need to give it the respect it deserves. And it's getting worse and worse every year. And I couldn't stand for it anymore. Could not stand for it. You've got, I mean, everybody's got inflatable reindeer up. Uh, they got a, they got a, a snowman uh, that, that is inflatable, but the design is a little awkward because he's got the carrot in his mouth, but it doesn't look like a carrot. It looks like a joint. It's just weird, and you shouldn't have that up yet. 
and it doesn't take that long to put up. You plug them in, they inflate by themselves. All right? Just, like, what are we doing? Let's just, let everybody calm down. All right. Um, I do want to uh, uh, just say this. Uh, I understand what Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints are doing. All right? I understand what they're doing. Uh, I Now, I, I, in all full disclosure, because I want to be honest, all right, I don't want to be one of these people who gives an opinion and then makes hopes that everybody forgets about it and then uh, comes back and does the reverse, uh, hoping that nobody heard the exact opposite of what he said earlier. Full disclosure. When Drew Brees went down with the injury last week and they turned to Jameis Winston, I was on the air right afterwards on Fox Sports Radio. And and look, you probably were listening, and if you were, you were probably hammered, so you don't remember this. But I want to be I just want to be honest. That's the way I work. And I said, look, right there told you everything you needed to know. He had an opportunity to go to Taysom Hill, and Sean Payton went to Jameis Winston. This whole idea that Taysom Hill's the quarterback of the future and Taysom Hill's the guy just doesn't make any sense. That's what I said a week ago. All of a sudden, news comes out on Friday. You've got Adam Schefter reporting it. You've got others saying Taysom Hill's going to be the guy. Taysom Hill's going to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints this weekend against the Falcons. You even had a, a, a more detailed version of that, and Schefter point out, put out on ESPN saying not only is Taysom Hill going to be the guy, Jameis Winston didn't even get first-team snaps. He's not a part of any offensive packages. This is 100% going to be Taysom Hill's gig. Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints this weekend when they play the Falcons. Well, Sean Payton, never afraid to turn down a mic. Sean Payton spoke about their decision on Friday. One of the things you guys hear me talk about a lot is focusing on each game. And so we'll do what's best relative to how we play the quarterbacks and the situations and and what we're trying to accomplish to to win this game. I haven't announced that either one of those two are starting. So that was just leaked by someone else, I guess, today? I didn't see today or what you're talking about. Oh, it was, it was just a headline on ESPN that Taysom was, was going to start. Yeah, I didn't see that. And, and again, uh, you know, we've had a good week of preparation, and uh, we're looking forward to the game. Just to clarify, so no, no one has been named the starter? Yeah, listen, someone has been named the starter, but uh, we haven't announced it. <laughs> By the way, I just love the bulldog approach. No, 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 no. We need you to answer this three times because we need a clear answer from you, Sean Payton, in regards to the quarterback situation. Let's be honest here. More than likely, Taysom Mill is going to be the starting quarterback. More than likely. Taysom Mill is going to be the guy, and it's for a couple of reasons, and I understand it. Look, I don't think that Taysom Hill is the best quarterback for the job right now. I think Jameis Winston is a better option, but what the hell do I know? Sean Payton's been around this guy for years. There's a reason they gave him a contract extension in the offseason. There's a reason they want him there. Sean Payton believes that he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't dispute that for a second. So the question comes down to why. Why is Sean Payton Payton making the move? Well, there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, first and foremost, Sean Payton's got an ego. All right? Sean Payton's got an ego. It's the same reason that John Gruden brought in Nathan Peterman after the disaster that he was in Buffalo. Because John Gruden's got an ego. Because John Gruden looked at it and said, you know what? 
just because they couldn't make it work doesn't mean that I can't make it work. So, yeah, let's bring him in. Let's try. And then you're watching Hard Knocks, and you're like, man, does he like him more than Derek Carr? Is that what's happening here? No, there's egos involved in this. Sean Payton's got one. Remember, Sean Payton was the guy a couple of years ago who was kind of making a mockery of all these offensive coaches getting jobs, all these all these teams that were hiring these coaches, and it's all because of Sean McVay and this and that. And I made the point at the time, look, Sean Payton is trying to establish there's more than one bright offensive mind in this league. Because before Sean McVay was Sean McVay, Sean Payton was Sean McVay. He was the coveted assistant coach. He was the guy the Raiders were trying to hire as head coach. And Jerry Jones and the Cowboys made him one of the top paid assistants in the NFL, if not the top paid assistant in the NFL. He's got an ego. He wants to make this work. Oh, you don't think Taysom Hill can play quarterback in this league? Watch. You don't think I can devise an offense to make this thing work? Watch. So there's a little bit of ego there. Here's the other portion of this. Why the hell would he want to make any sort of an announcement now? And if he wants Jameis Winston to play, why wouldn't he work both quarterbacks in? Why not? It's already announced Drew Brees is going to be out for three weeks. So at worst case scenario, Peyton puts him out there. He doesn't perform well, and now he's got his answer. All right, we tried that. We tried to extend it. We tried to make this thing work. And it didn't work out that way. So at least now we know. At least now we know Taysom Hill moving forward, we can't rely on as an every-down quarterback in this league. So why wouldn't you try it? Where's the harm in that? Last year, when Drew Brees went down, you don't think that, that Sean Payton, a little part of Sean Payton, competitive dude with the ego, Super Bowl ring, this, remember, this is the same guy who, after that pass interference penalty, was not called in the NFC Championship game. He showed up at the Super Bowl week, and he was wearing a Roger Goodell clown shirt from Barstool Sports. That was the same head coach. That guy. So he's going to bust balls. He's got that. Sean Payton, a year ago, when Drew Brees went down, they put in Teddy Bridgewater. And what was the prevailing wisdom in New Orleans? Ah, uh, you know, five games. If he can get you two wins and keep you afloat, you know, you'll take that. He went 5-0. and oh. In fact, he was playing so well that Drew Brees came back early from the injury. Because Brees probably looked at it and said, uh, yeah, this is going a little bit too smooth. I think I'm feeling okay. I'd like to play. So Sean Payton is trying to figure this thing out, and there's a little bit of ego involved. This whole, oh, my God, what is he doing? Taysom... You got to figure it out some at some point. You got to find out if this guy can play. And Sean Payton wants to give it an honest shot because Sean Payton is hoping it works so he can look at everybody and say, "Oh, what were you saying? Oh, you oh, you you guys don't think he can, how about that? You also thought Teddy Bridgewater was done. And I just got that guy 20 something million dollars a year for 5 games a year ago. He's got ego. That's a part of this. And this and listen, I also wouldn't count out the fact that maybe Jameis Winston just isn't that great of a fit. That's that's a real thing, too. Anybody find it a little bit weird when New Orleans beat Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston was licking a W on the field? It's a little bit odd, right? Like, that's the guy who's, you know, hoping to get a big-time contract afterwards. It's funny because it was one of the most embarrassing uh, celebrations, hype-up videos that we've ever seen. 
But why the hell does he celebrate like that? What did he play? And trust me, I'm not saying that, that, that Jameis Winston's a terrible quarterback, but I say this from somebody who, when I played high school football, I was awful, absolutely awful. I'm not going to spin yarns up here and tell you about how great. No, no, I was terrible. And the one thing I never did after my team won a game was celebrate because I didn't do a damn thing. I stood on the sidelines and watched. So maybe Jameis Winston isn't that great a fit. And Sean Payton trusts Taysom Mill. Bottom line, he's got to figure this out sooner or later. I don't have an issue with the move. I'm okay with it, and I think there's multiple reasons why he made the decision. I do like the fact that he's trying to deny it afterwards when the report comes out. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. Uh, I want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on FSR. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of L.A. Sports Radio, Kevin effing figures. Kevin Correct me if I'm wrong, Jonas, but didn't the Saints give Taysom Hill a pretty decent-sized contract to come back yes. this past year? Yes, so, he was I mean, a restricted free agent. Like, at some point, don't you want to see what you got? Yeah, money plays, right? Yes. I mean, you've, you've built up a decent enough cushion. You know you're a good football team, and if he goes out and stinks up the joint, you can throw Jameis in there if you need to. And, and come on, Kev, Sean Payton's got an ego. Oh yeah, like, like there's like he would like nothing more than than to make this thing work and turn Taysom Hill, Mister Gadget Swiss Army Knife, into an every down quarterback. He would love the opportunity to do that. It does nothing but raise his profile even more. Yeah, as the 100%. quarterback whisperer, absolutely. Mike McCoy, Mike McCoy got the Chargers job in part because he made the offense with Tim Tebow work. Right. That was part, like that was part of. Wow, if he can, if he can do that, my God, what else can he do? And Mike McCoy got the job in San Diego with the Chargers because of that. By the way, for those of you that are new to football, they were the San Diego Chargers a few years back. Oh, by the way, yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> also, I did. I I'm wow. I've, uh, now determined. Uh, I'm not calling them the Arizona Cardinals anymore. I'm calling them the Phoenix Cardinals. I'm tired of it. Do you have something against the state of Arizona? I just I just think it's too broad. Look, can we just call him Phoenix? It just, there's something, and and I think that it's because I have an X in my last name, so it just for whatever reason mm. I I feel a certain connection to it. I would like to call it Phoenix, and I'm going to call it Phoenix from moving forward. So if anybody wants to correct me, uh, correct me all you want. I'm not changing. So are you going to start calling them the Twin Cities Vikings now too, or like how uh, how, no, how far the, how broad I, does this go, Jonas? What are we okay, doing? Okay, that's a fair point. And uh, and if I would have thought out that take a little bit further, <laughs> uh, I would have had a response to that. I don't. But give me until the end of the show, I will all have right. a response that'll yeah. make it seem like uh, I know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, Ryan Bershinger is not in on the show. Ryan Bershinger, I basically said Bersh, uh, the attitude, uh, the drinking. Uh, the swearing, the behavior, it's just it's just not working. Khabib, so we need to, says that guy, Conor McGregor. Right there, McGregor. That, guy, that guy walked around with a flask in his back pocket for two hours and then tried to hop on the air and talk MMA. That guy. Don't do drugs. Uh, so we have had to go to the bullpen. Kevin O'Connell, not Kevin Figures, Kevin O'Connell, the Irish Dragon, is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Kevin, who's getting wild tonight? <laughs> Kevin, about, well, welcome to the coal mines of sports radio called Weekend Overnights. What's going on, Jonas? It was uh, only a matter of time, right, before Burst had to get the boot. 
yeah, it's, listen, it's the way it goes. Uh, for those of you that are going to now run with that story uh, and say uh, a producer walked around drunk, Bursch is here, but uh, Kevin O'Connell is training. Uh, he, he, is, uh, he is learning the ropes. Bursch is teaching him uh, all while he shoves food in his mouth uh, behind Kevin O'Connell there uh, in the Fox Sports Radio studios. So, so Kevin, uh, welcome in. Uh, majority of the people that call into this show and we're doing our little games here, they're going to be intoxicated. You've spent time with Ben Maller on the uh, on the Ben Maller show. You kind of know how that crowd gets. This one takes it up a notch because it's the weekend. Just letting you know. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Nothing can beat that guy from last week, the uh, North Carolina. What was I, it? I don't even the NASCAR guy. <laughs> NASCAR I, guy. I, I still don't so, even know what that was. <laughs> I like, don't know if he'll call again. But. I I was frightened. That was the most most intimidated and scared I've ever been on the air. I still don't know what happened. It was very bizarre. Uh, by the way. Um, the Irish Dragon, I don't actually want that to be your nickname because that's Paul Felder, a UFC fighter's nickname, but we got to come up with a good one for Kevin O'Connell. Got to come up with a good one. Uh, and for those of you that need um, you know, any description of what Kevin O'Connell looks like, uh, he's 6'6", and he's torn up like a bad report card. I mean, yoked, jacked, shredded. So if that if that uh, if that helps you out there, you can come up with something for Kevin O'Connell, and that's a great thing, Kev. You can be anything you want on the radio. People don't know I'm Jamaican; they have no idea. <laughs> so I'm telling you, they have no idea. They, they have no idea that the person they're listening to is actually Jamaican. Racist. How's that racist? <laughs> <laughs> it's not racist. Uh, Chris Perfett is your technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Snake How's it going, Jonas? Oh, hold on one second. All right. Uh, okay, we're good. I just had to check that I was not traded by the Detroit Pistons. Uh, just had to li- make sure that was good. That li- was ha- li- not happening. Listen, uh, I understand. I get. It. Uh, by the way, who's had a, a more? Uh, well, I don't want to get into the Kelly Stafford conversation. I. Yeah. I mean, I we, uh, we we can leave that one alone. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> she's not even having I mean, a good time. Uh, yeah. You know? you know what though? Let, let me just she, say, just, she's got just, opinions. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind it. That said, pra- practice point for anyone who wants to complain about dictatorships in the future, maybe don't do it on a video when you're outside of a Target. Just not, not, yeah. not great optics. Doesn't, yeah, that, doesn't mesh up there well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that that is true. It's like uh, Jorge Masvidal, this UFC fighter. Um, he did a video talking trash to a couple of fighters, and he was like, "Yeah, I just got back into town off vacation," and he was standing in front of an IHOP. It just, you know, it was, it was, it was great. And I love Jorge Masvidal, but it just, it made the video itself because you're thinking, this guy's awesome. It's just, this, this guy's great. It's just such a weird mismatch because Matthew Safford says literally nothing, like absolutely nothing out of a practice point to not say anything to the media. And then you go over to his wife and she's just putting it all out hey. there on Instagram. But you know hey. what? Hey, you know, it works. You got to air that stuff out sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, I've, I've got to learn. I've got to learn some family stuff because I just got told this past week that I am going to be an uncle soon. Oh, wow. I have Congratulations. no clue how to handle that. Yeah, my sister called me. Uh, you know, they had just moved up to Colorado Springs, so they're going to be having a child soon enough. Uh, I've, been in, I've been informed oh. of what the, the name will be if, if, if it's a girl. And uh, just spoiler alert, not not a huge fan of it, but uh, you know, I I'm trying not to be. The problem is my brother's already tried to claim the crazy uncle part, and I don't know what other kind of uncle there is. Well, listen, it's it's really not that big of a deal. I've been yeah. an uncle since I and this is true. So I've been an uncle since I was two years old. Really? Yeah, no huh. joke. I had, I had a, an older brother. He was much older than me, and he had a uh, a kid young. Uh, so my nephew is two years younger than me. 
So you're a baby uncle. Yeah, it's like three years younger than me. Two or three years, whatever the number is. Yeah, so like two or three years old. So I just... At, it's old hat to me. I've been doing this for a long time. Thirty. All right. Years. We'll have to get some practice points from you after this. It's it's whatever. I mean, it's it's really <laughs> good, you know it's how it goes. Uh, all right. So the whole crew is going to be here until six a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, um, you are being forced something force fed by sports media. I'll tell you what that is next year on FSR, but for all the latest, it's Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, free agency opened up Friday night in the NBA. Plenty of moves. Uh, there was a trade, a late trade of note, actually. Oklahoma City sending big man Steven Adams to the Pelicans as part of a three-team deal with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the defending champion Lakers signing six-man of the year Montrez Harrell away from the Clippers. That's a two-year deal, actually a one-plus-one, one-year plus a player option. Wesley Matthews also also signing a one-year contract with the Lakers. Dwight Howard, who initially tweeted he was returning to the Lakers, deleted the tweet and signed a one-year deal with the uh, 76ers. Sacramento signing guard De'Aaron Fox to a five-year contract extension. Joe Harris re-upping with the Nets for four years and $75 million. Marcus Morris back to the Clippers on a four-year contract. Jamichael Green leaving the Clippers, signing with the Denver Nuggets on a two-year deal. Atlanta signing Danilo, Danilo Gallinari to a three-year contract as well. Some NFL injury news. Packers receiver Devontae Adams will play against the Colts on Sunday. He's been nursing an ankle injury. Hasn't practiced all week long, but has been given the green light to go. Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, a game-time decision for their game against Detroit as he's been suffering through a sprained knee. And in college football, Air Force with a blowout victory over New Mexico. Minnesota with a 34-31 win over Purdue. And Louisville with a 30-0 shutout victory over Syracuse, who is now 1-8 on the season. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we will get into a really, really overhyped debut. An overhyped debut. Uh, it is something all of you can relate to. We'll have that for you here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um I really feel like we're being force-fed the NBA. I'll be honest. I'm just uh, nothing about me, nothing about what's happened in the NBA uh, it, it excites me. Nothing about what has happened in the NBA, these news and notes and trade rumors. And I acknowledge it could because there's football, there's a lot of st- and, and it's out of place. But it's like free agency starts this weekend, and there's a couple of interesting moves. You're wondering what happened, and and Kev mentioned it in the update. You're wondering what happened with Dwight Howard. That's weird. Montrez Harrell choosing the Lakers over the Clippers. Reportedly, he turned down more money. Uh, You know, that's a a little interesting. But other than that, there are years where free agency in the NBA is a big deal. Durant, LeBron, etc. And then there's this. And it just feels like we are being force-fed these stories. Like, did any, like, the NBA draft sucked. Like, as far as entertainment goes and, and all, and, and people can get upset by that and they can be bothered by that and say, whoa, you're, you're just a, a football fanboy. Call me whatever you want to call me. But how many of those players did you know? How much tape did you watch on those guys? And I'm not saying that it's all just the NBA's fault. It's a weird year. We didn't have an NCAA tournament. We didn't. A lot of these players in major big-time spotlight games, we didn't get to watch. 
So I'm not blaming it all on the NBA, but it just feels like we are really being force fed these stories. Like I mean, I mean, really, like, like it, it is. Oh my God, what a stunning sign! This trade rumor might about like, dude, stop. Like, there's a couple of interesting things out there. Nothing about anything that's happened in the NBA has been earth shattering to me. Honest to God. I don't look at any of these moves that have been made and go, oh, yeah, that's the difference. Now I've completely changed my thought on who's going to be the team to beat next year. No, it's going to be the same four or five teams it is every year in the NBA. It's a top-heavy league. It's, it's, it's the same teams every year. The expectations you have going in are usually met in the NBA. This isn't like the NFL where you make a Super Bowl pick. And let me tell you something. I've made two years in a row awful Super Bowl picks. Last year, Chargers-Falcons. Terrible. I owned it. This year, Colts-Cowboys. Terrible. I own it. The NBA, you kind of have a good idea going in, and you're not that far off. So I just I look at this and I go, I feel like, man, they're really trying to force it down our throats really trying to turn this into the free agencies of years gone by, and it's just not. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, there is a debut, a debut happening, and I think it is really, really overblown, and you can relate to it. Find out what it is next year on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll call it uh, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, we are going to have another edition of Knox Locks here on Fox Sports Radio, the Week 11 edition, a very, very good week. A week ago, uh, I'm already terrified of what this week has in store. Uh, I do not feel good about these picks whatsoever, but you could still make money on them. All you got to do is fade me. Just go the opposite. Like, there is a solution. There's an, always an answer here, and that is what I would recommend this week. Although, I'm going to swing the axe. We're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to try and uh, figure this thing out. We will get to that here uh, a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. Now, normally we turn this over to Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer, but he refuses to crack the mic. So Kevin O'Connell will deliver the goods here. Uh, be nice to him. Uh, we don't need uh, Kevin's balls broken yet. Uh, we are still working this whole thing uh, into shape. So, uh, Kev, take it away. All right, Jonas. Anthony Edwards was the top pick in the NBA draft, followed by James Wiseman and LaMelo Ball. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. gives a I'm sorry, I, and and it's it's great for those guys, and there seem to be a lot of really really good dudes who were drafted, and great personal stories. Uh, I I love what Lavar Ball has done. I think he's funny. All of that. I just had very very minimal interest in the draft. I really did. I don't think we know enough about these players. I think there's a lot of frauds on social media. Never heard like of to them. say, oh, I love that pick for so and so. Yeah, what do you like about it? Um, yeah, stop. You just want to be, if nobody else is going to be honest, I'll be honest about it. I didn't know who majority of these players were, and I have no idea whether it's going to work out for him. Next. Dwight Howard signed with the 76ers only hours after tweeting that he was coming back to the Lakers. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do. What the, what happened? Hey, I love it here. Like, have, Kevin, have you heard anything as far as what is going on here? Like, I mean, I don't under, like he tweeted something, then deleted a tweet. And next thing you know, he's with Philadelphia. I don't I don't that's it's weird. And I don't know if there was just if he got bad information from his agent or I. But it just feels like why would you go and say uh, there's no place I'd rather be? And then all it just it seems like a weird situation. I'm curious to see how we if we get a straight answer out of it. Uh, but nonetheless, odd fit for him. I thought he was going to stick around for longer, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Next. The New York Giants fired offensive line coach Mark Colombo after reports of an altercation with Joe Judge. Jonas, do you care? A hundred percent. I love it. A hundred percent. I want to know what Mark Colombo called. Because the word is, now, I talked to somebody, there was no fist fight. Right? There was no fist fight. Um, there was no, that did not happen. I was but wishing there was. I, t- tell me about it. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. I want all the video I want. of that. Yes, hundred percent. And by the way, Joe Judge... Mark Colombo's like six eight. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Like, like you, you want no part of that. That's that's a terrible idea. But 
what I had seen and all the reports that have come out is that Mark Colombo called Joe Judge a really bad name. And because of that, because Joe Judge was trying to correct offensive line techniques, Joe Judge lost it and fired him. What name that we can't say on the air would Mark Colombo have called <laughs> Joe Judge that would have meant he fired him on the spot? <laughs> That's uh, what I want to know. Like, I, I, and look, we could guess racist. and I'll lose our job. Yeah. I'm not a, not a yeah. racist. Yeah. <laughs> That's, probably, That's probably the avenue it was down, though. Oh, you think it was that? Might have been. Racist. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I've been trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Maybe, and, and maybe I, one day we'll find out. Yeah, I know. I, I got to find out. Next. <laughs> All right. Robin, Robinson Cano has been suspended for the entire 2021 season after another positive PED test. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. I, I'm, Who cares? I'm at, okay, listen. I'm at the point to where if somebody takes something, I don't care. I really don't. I, I don't care. I think more. I think more people are on the gas than than they want to acknowledge. I think more people were on the gas than we're ever going to know about. And I think even though we do testing now, somebody's on something somewhere. That's maybe a really negative and 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 morbid approach to take to all this stuff. But I just I think there's a lot of people who view PEDs as quote unquote bad that don't really know enough about them. Next. The first In-N-Out opened in Colorado to a gigantic line where some people have been camping out for days. Jonas, do you care? I, 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 I care only because— I love it. I love it. Why? I've never—and maybe because we're from Southern California, I, I, don't, I don't get the hype. I don't understand the craze. Um, In-N-Out's a fine establishment, but to me, I, I, don't, I don't buy it into it as much as a lot of people do. Although animal-style fries are fantastic, I will say that. Fresh off a pretty good week in the world of NFL gambling, we've run into an issue. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, my gut is usually pretty spot on. Uh, I, a lot of this stuff is my gut. What what is my gut telling me? And there are certain weeks in the NFL where you go into weeks thinking, "Oh man, I really feel great about this game," or "I really like this a set of games." And then there's other weeks where you look and you go, "Eh, I don't know." And this is one of those, which is the opposite of a week ago, because a week ago we were three one and one had had a damn good week. Had the Eagles plus four, uh, or the Giants plus four hosting the Eagles. Had that one. We had uh, Tom Brady, zero interceptions. I knew he was going to bounce back against the Carolina Panthers. You could have got that at even money. Tom Brady, zero interceptions in that game. Felt good about that. We pushed on the Browns-Texans. Look, we would have been 4-1. and one. Uh, We had uh, the Browns minus three. Nick Chubb, who just ripped the beating heart out of the chest of a lot of people uh, and stepped on it on on, on television in front of uh, – it cost people millions of dollars. There was that. Uh, we had the Patriots plus the seven at home. Belichick getting that many points. By rule, you have to take it. A little bit of a mistake on Monday night. 
thought that the Bears would have been able to, with Kirk Cousins' issues and prime times and, and all of that, I thought that the Bears would be able to at least not lose by more than a field goal at home. I was wrong because they are the armpit fart of football. Offensively, one of the worst offenses I've ever seen in my life. So, 3-1-1 one, one a week ago. I wasn't totally surprised. I felt like we were going to perform well last week, which is why when we come to this week, I don't feel all that great. I feel like there's some, uh, you know, some landmines out there. I feel like there's some games that I just didn't have the guts to pick. And so because of that, I'm not as confident. But nonetheless, you still have an opportunity to win. You can just bet the opposite like a lot of people do. And although we are four games over 500 on the season, 25, 21, and 3, I don't feel the greatest about it, but here we go. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox locks. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Eagles and Browns. The Cleveland Browns are a three-point favorite at home. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox. Look, I'm not crazy about Philadelphia. I haven't been crazy about Philadelphia over the last couple of years. But here's what I will say about the Eagles, and I'll give them credit for this. When their backs are against the wall, they respond. Earlier this season, they were winless on the year. They had just tied a game. They had settled for a tie against Cincinnati. They were bad the first couple of weeks of the year. And they go on the road, and they beat the 49ers in primetime. Gutty performance, and they pull out a win. A year ago, they were struggling early in the season. They've got a Thursday night game on the road at Green Bay, and Green Bay was playing really well, and Philly won that game too. This team and Carson Wentz has shown the ability to respond when they know they're in trouble. This week, all sorts of drama. Doug Peterson getting hot on a radio interview in Philadelphia. Doug Peterson uh, sticking up for Carson Wentz and saying, well, we would draft him all over again and make the same move when the subject got brought up about the Browns and the trade and all that. Carson Wentz getting a little bit salty because people are criticizing his practice habits and the way he goes through his weeks there. There's been a lot going on. But this is a back-against-the-wall moment for Philadelphia yet again, and they have performed well multiple times over the past couple of seasons. I'll take the Eagles plus three. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Falcons and Saints. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff Sunday on Fox. Look, I'm not betting the line on this. I'm just I, – I, I, I'm not touching the line because I have no idea what New Orleans is going to do at quarterback because Sean Payton has given us mixed signals. We think it's going to be Taysom Hill or it could be Jameis Winston, but all reports indicate Taysom Hill is going to be the guy. But occasionally – I like to call my shot instead of make a pick. Well, you can't do this. The hell I can't. I can do whatever the hell I want. It's Knox Locks. It rhymes with my last name, not yours, most likely. So I can make whatever pick I want. I'm calling my shot here. The Saints named Taysom Hill the quarterback for this game, according to reports. It's Sean Payton's favorite toy. It's his favorite Swiss Army knife. It's his favorite gadget. There's ego involved in this. And, although, and while I understand it, I also think there's a possibility of some gamesmanship here. I think we're going to see Jameis Winston. Regardless of the report and regardless of what they say, I'm not making a pick here, but I'm calling my shot. 
Jameis Winston will see playing time. Jameis Winston will attempt at least one pass in this game. You can probably bet it somewhere. I have no idea where, but I'm calling my shot. Jameis Winston will attempt a pass in this game on Sunday, despite the love affair of Taysom Hill. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Dolphins and Broncos. 4.05 p.m. Eastern Time kickoff on Fox. Miami is a four-point favorite on the road at Denver. There's a reason I'm not a professional better. All right, there's a reason. Um, it's because I'm not good at it. That's the reason. If you, if you really want to know, full disclosure, I'm not good at this stuff. The reason I'm not good at it is because I get too emotional. This game right here is an example of that. I'm betting on the Broncos. My reasoning, my logic behind it, because I'm going to pick against the Dolphins until I finally win a game. And that is the 100% truth, because I'm still irritated by what happened a couple of weeks ago between the Dolphins and the Rams. They've burned me, and now that I think about it, two of the last three weeks. I didn't even touch the game last week. The first two weeks, to his first two starts, I got burned. The Rams, I had minus a half point in the first quarter of that game. Miami inexplicably ran a play towards the goal line with the clock winding down at the first quarter when every other team would let the clock run out and start the next quarter fresh. No, no, not Miami. <laughs> no, no, throw to the end zone, touchdown, kick the extra point. I lose my bet. Kicked in the balls. Then I've got Miami and Arizona. And I take Arizona in that game. And all of a sudden, Tua turns into the most athletic version of himself that, he, that has ever existed. They make enough plays. And next thing you know, they're the talk of the NFL. It pissed me off. I'm still pissed about it. And if I wasn't emotional, I'd actually like Miami here. Because I think Denver's a mess. And I think Miami is rolling a little bit. But I've drawn a line in the sand. I'm taking the Broncos plus four. Not because I actually believe it, just because I'm going that direction and I'm going to bet against Miami until I actually win. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Chiefs and Raiders. Sunday night football in Las Vegas. I cannot wait for this game because we've got a revenge spot here for Kansas City after the victory lap incident that took place earlier this year. And I talked about it at the time. I, and, and, and you can pull tape. You can pull a, a sound from that show. And I said, look, man, there's some reports out there that the Raiders did a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium. And all I'm saying is just remember that because Kansas City could come in and put a beating on the Raiders if they get pissed off about this. And it's clearly become a point of contention this week where you've got John Gruden getting irritated being asked about it, saying that he was doing it to rub it into some bus driver's face, whatever the hell that means. You've also got Andy Reid who talked about it, just said, yeah, you know, that's not really what we do. All I know is this. The game line is Kansas City over a touchdown. I think the Raiders are better than that. I don't trust the game line. If I had to make a pick, I would lean Kansas City, but that's not where I'm going here. So how can I factor in the Kansas City revenge and still place a bet if I don't like the point spread? It's easy. You go to the prop market. We're going Chiefs total points over 33. They average just under 32, so it's right at about the number. The Raiders are a bottom-half defense in the league, and Andy Reid off a bye is amazing. We hear about it all the time. He is dominant. He always has been. 
extra time to prepare, pissed off about the drive around the stadium and victory lap the last time out. I like the Chiefs over 33 points scored on Sunday Night Football. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Rams and Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a four-point favorite on Monday Night Football, and I'm taking them. I'm taking Tampa Bay. They were exposed a couple of weeks ago in this spot by the Saints, all right? Almost identical spot. Favorite at home. I think the spread was four. You probably ask, God, how do you remember something like that? Do you have a great memory? No, it's just because I bet Tampa Bay, and that was over about 20 minutes in. And I mean 20 minutes from the start of that uh, terrible Sunday Night Football song into the actual game. It was over. It was a wrap. Call the corner. Done deal. Tampa Bay was finished. I don't think it happens again because, A, I think Tampa Bay is too good for it. I think they're too good. I think they were exposed in that game. I don't see them playing like that again. Also, I'm not sure about the Rams. I still don't know if the Rams are any good. They've got one really legitimately, I guess you could call it, good win on the season, but I'm not sure about them. I don't know what I've got with the L.A. Rams, and we're 11 weeks into the season. They've got a win over a team with a winning record, and it was last week against Seattle. They've owned Seattle the past couple of years. I don't take anything from it. The offense for the Rams has not been great. The defense hasn't really been tested outside of a week ago against Seattle. I think this Rams D has been good, but I don't know that they've been tested like they will be on Monday night. There's a lot of weapons in Tampa Bay. They're running the ball like they did last week. They're incorporating a bunch of different guys on offense. All of a sudden, Rob Gronkowski has found the fountain of youth and he's getting open downfield he looks the best he's looked in at least a couple of years I think the Bucks do what they couldn't do a couple of weeks ago I think they get it done as a favorite in prime time I like Tampa Bay minus the four and that is your week 11 edition of Knox Locks Knox well I'll tell you what I know it's the dumbest bet I ever heard of at best at best I'm going two and three at best. I don't have any confidence in those picks. Just being honest. Just being honest. Not going not gonna to be fraudulent and pretend I know what I'm talking about. I have no confidence in those picks. But you know what? You got to make them. And, uh, and we've never finished below 500 on a season. I'm four games over 500 right now. My entire goal is to never finish below 500 in Knox Locks. That's the goal. Probably should have a week uh, last year, but we ended up pulling it out at the end. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, there is this talk about a coach in the world of football that people need to just take a step back, calm down, put down the hot take torches, and actually think about this logically, because the answer probably won't make you very happy. Find out what it is next here on FSR. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up, 
We'll call it a, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to have another edition of Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it is the hottest NFL trivia show anywhere on sports radio. 877-99 on Fox. The phone number 877-996-6369. Guess That Garbage coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. If you've got the balls, if you think you know the NFL, if you've been paying close enough attention to the NFL over the past several days. It should be a breeze. The problem is, you guys are awful at it. 877-99 on Fox if you'd like to prove me wrong. Guess that garbage coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for the Geico Play of the Day. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. Today's Geico Play of the Day comes to us courtesy of... Mike Grimm and Learfield IMG. Plummer to throw over the middle on the seam. It's intercepted. Gophers got an interception. Josh Ani on a deep drop makes the INT with 44 seconds and somehow, some way, with a little bit of help, the a Golden Gophers are going to win this football game. <laughs> And there it was, Mike Grimm, Learfield IMG, Minnesota, with the big win on Friday night over Purdue. A lot of controversy. Uh, people that uh, didn't like the pass interference call, the offensive pass interference, the guy pushed off. All right, you can look at one camera angle all you want. I looked at multiples. The guy pushed off. Ticky-tack, yes. Nonetheless, uh, the call was made. Can't cry about it, although all of a sudden everybody wants to come to the de- defense of Purdue. Like, all of a sudden, we got to defend Purdue. Come on. Let, let, relax, everybody. Uh, but that was your uh, Geico play of the day here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, speaking of college football, it, it and, and I'm just going to be up front. I'm going to uh, be straight up with you about this. Um, I was given a nickname by a producer here at Fox Sports Radio, Gavin Kinzel. And Gavin Kinzel gave me the nickname... The Harbaugh washer. (laughs) Because I defend Jim Harbaugh. I do. I defend Jim Harbaugh. It's one of my favorite things to do when I work with Rob Parker, who is the Jim Harbaugh hater of all Harbaugh haters. Uh, We like to have a little back and forth about uh, Jim Harbaugh. I'm the poo-poo king. That's fine. You can be the poo-poo king all you want. Sound the alarm. I defend Jim Harbaugh as much as I can. And uh, this year, it's been very tough to defend Jim Harbaugh. And so there's been a lot of conversation about Jim Harbaugh and is this his final season in Michigan? Final season at Michigan, is he gone? Then there's even some people that are saying, oh, my God, they should fire him in season. Come on. Uh, that's not happening. All right. It's, it's a nice thought. It would be crazy, but that's not happening unless Jim Harbaugh just says, I'm out of here. And he bails and they say, no, 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 we'll fire you first. It'll make us look like it was our decision. Okay. All right. Whatever, whatever you want to do. I don't see it happening. But the fact is Jim Harbaugh may not be for long at Michigan. I personally do not believe that any coach should be fired, fired this year. And that's not a, I, I hate, talking about coaches getting fired you know that that's a rule that i have i don't like it um anybody that's ever been fired i i use this the same thing well no but they're making millions of dollars stop their hearts are broken they're doing a a job they've been working their whole life for and they just lost it 
if you were in their shoes, you, you wouldn't be thinking about the paycheck. You'd be thinking about, wow, I'm no longer this that I've been trying to be and working to be for, for my entire adult life. So I'm not a big fan of talking about coaches being fired. But this year specifically, I don't think any coaches should be fired. I just don't think so. I, I don't I didn't like I didn't like that Doc Rivers got fired. I didn't like that Alvin Gentry got fired. I have not liked that some coaches have been fired. I'm just not a fan of it. It's too crazy of a year to give a fair Bill O'Brien didn't like it. It's too crazy of a year to all of a sudden fire somebody because of what this season was. I'm just I, I I think there's so many different variables that have been that have been mixed into all this that how do you get a fair assessment of who a guy is? Well, what about all the years beforehand? What about him? Like like Giannis is a great player. All of a sudden he struggled in the bubble, and now the talk is he's never going to win a big like what? It's a bubble. The Heat made the finals. It was a weird situation. These are weird times. It's craziness. This idea that we should like look. There's a bunch of other teams that are struggling. James Franklin just all of a sudden sucks. Just uh, just all of a sudden doesn't know what he. No, it's weird. It's a weird year. You've got positive tests. You've got uh, players that that are that might be scared of of having to play. Players that don't want to let their teammates down. You've got all these outside. Pro- I'm not a fan of anybody getting fired in any sport this year. I'm just not. I don't. I don't. I don't think that in abnormal situation we should use normal uh, uh, expectations for. I just. I don't. I'm not into it. But I don't make the rules, right? I try, but I don't make the rules. This is where we're at. People want Jim Harbaugh gone. People think Jim Harbaugh deserves to be fired. Here's all I'll say: If that's the direction that you want to go, there's the next layer to it, which is, well, then what? And I'm not even talking about Michigan, because Michigan, if you think you can do better than Jim Harbaugh, good luck with that. All right. You were slinging two liter bottles at supermarkets to get people to to go to games. That's a true story. They were slinging two liter bottles at grocery stores and giving away free tickets to games at the big house before Jim Harbaugh got there. You want to go back to that? Go back to it. You want to say that Jim Harbaugh has been an outright failure? That's fine. I disagree. Has he won the big games? No. But he's completely made that program relevant again. Because when they lose, it is celebration time. When they lose, it is celebrated and talked about and mocked. And and that only happens if you've become somebody. Jim Harbaugh's the reason they have. But here's the the second layer to that. Not Michigan, but for Harbaugh. There's been rumors about, oh, well, what about uh, going to the NFL? Nah, 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 that day has passed. Nobody wants Harbaugh. That wouldn't work. Why not? Look what he did at Michigan. Why why would you want to take Jim Harbaugh, who uh, struggled at Michigan, why would you want to take him and hire him as an NFL coach? Well, I mean, I don't know, maybe because, uh, you know, he had success the last time he was in the NFL. You know, maybe uh, maybe there's maybe there's that. Maybe uh, you know the fact that he took the 49ers, an organization that was a disaster, and the fact that uh, that he got that team to a Super Bowl. Maybe there was that. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Sorry, man. Uh, since then, he's been really bad in college. So because of that, I'm I'm sorry. We just we we cannot hire a guy who has struggled like that in college. 
And then I start to think, okay, how was Cliff Kingsbury in college? Just wondering how that was. Just, just curious how Cliff Kingsbury was in college. All below 500. Okay. Just doing okay. He's doing okay. Arizona's a relevant team. That's going okay. Cliff Kingsbury was fired as a head coach, was an offensive coordinator at USC for about an hour and a half, got hired by the Cardinals, and they're a better football team because of it. His quarterback is in the MVP discussion. Cliff Kingsbury's the coach. They're fighting for a division title. That worked. The problem is, we think just because it didn't work in one place, it's not going to work in another. That's bogus. It didn't work like it worked for Belichick in Cleveland, in Cleveland, like in in, in New England. You can't, you can't do it. It's not applicable. You can't. So this idea that if Harbaugh gets fired, there's going to be no suitors for him at the NFL level. What? Like if if you want to, and look, the Bears have always been this this talk. There's been this rumor that Harbaugh, because they drafted him and he's a former Bear, that he would love to go back and play for the Bear or coach the Bears and all that stuff. And I have no idea what's going to happen with their coaching situation. My only pushback on that would be, look, as much as I love Harbaugh, Michigan's offense has been brutal. That's the Bears don't need that again. All right, he's 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 very successful in the NFL. They don't need a struggling offense again. But this idea that Harbaugh, you know, the the bloom is off the rose, and uh, you know uh, his days to strike an NFL deal are dead. I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second. Cliff Kingsbury was below five hundred in college, no NFL experience, and got hired and has turned around an organization. They're a better football team because he's the head coach. You, it may not be a popular pick. It was mocked by a lot of people. Cliff Kingsbury, my God, he was in the Big 12. He was there for so long, and uh, he lost to every uh, top-ranked team and blah, blah. Okay, it worked because Arizona took a chance. It was a bold move. It was ballsy. They took a chance. This Jim Harbaugh is not going to work at the NFL anymore and all that. I don't know if he's even interested in the gig. I don't know if he wants to stay in college, but if he leaves Michigan, trust me, he will have suitors. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week on the show, we play a little something called Guess That Garbage. It is NFL trivia. If you think you know your NFL, if you've been paying attention to the NFL, it should be a breeze. The problem is most of you guys are terrible. 877-99 on Fox. Prove me wrong. Guess that garbage is next. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. Plenty of free agency news to get to in the NBA from Friday night. Sacramento Kings signing guard De'Aaron Fox to a five-year, $163 million contract extension. The Lakers inking reigning six-man of the year Montrez Harrell to a one-year contract worth about $19 million. The second year is a player option there. Also, guard Wesley Matthews signing with the Lakers for a one-year deal as well. Stephen Adams traded from Oklahoma City 
City to New Orleans as part of a three-team deal with Dallas for draft picks. ESPN is reporting that that trade will likely be part of an expanded deal involving the Drew Holiday trade. The Clippers keeping Marcus Morris to the tune of a four-year contract. Joe Harris returning to the Nets for four years and $75 million. Utah are bringing back Derek Favors on a three-year deal, while Jordan Clarkson will remain in Utah with a four-year contract. And the Atlanta Hawks signing Danilo Gallinari to a three-year $61 million contract. College football Muhammad Ibrahim rushing for 102 yards and three touchdowns in a 34-31 Minnesota victory over Purdue. Air Force curb stomp New Mexico 28 to nothing. Louisville Maluop Syracuse 30 to nothing. In the NFL, Packers receiver Devontae Adams will play against the Colts on Sunday despite suffering an ankle injury. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico or visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up in, we will call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR, there's something that happens uh, this time of year in the world of sports that a lot of people don't like at all. They can't stand it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I don't want it to ever stop. It continues and somebody got burned big time with this situation. We will celebrate that here coming up 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. It is the number one NFL trivia show anywhere on sports radio. If you've got the guts, you can be a part of it. And it's called this. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah, every single week at this time, we go around the country. Occasionally, we even go around the world. If our friends in Australia are sober enough to call into the program, and we see who out there has been paying close enough attention to the NFL. These are all easy questions. They're all stories that have happened in the past several days in the NFL. And for some reason, you guys continue to struggle. So let's give it another shot. And we get things started in Washington, where Joey is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Joey, what's happening? How's it going, man? Uh, Good. Just hanging out, man. What are you doing, Joey? What's happening in your parts? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, working, driving cab, but it's a little slow right now. So I love listening to the radio show and first time getting through. Well, I, we appreciate it, man, and uh, and appreciate you hustling and, uh, and getting people uh, around safely. Now, has anybody, have you run into a situation where people have gotten, um, has anybody thrown up in your cab? I'll just put it that way. You know, I've been doing this for nine and a half years, and luckily I have not had anybody ever throw up in my cab. All right, good. Because that that seems like that would really just drive me off. I I would – that would drive me over the edge. Oh, yeah. That would piss me off uh, if that was the case. Uh, All right. So, so here's the uh, here's the question I have for you. Um, Now, Thursday night football, Seahawks, Cardinals. Did you happen to catch that game or any part of that game at all? I was uh, listening and watching here and there. Got it. All right, so here, my question for you is this. The Seattle Seahawks have had some injuries at running back, right? And look, last year they had injuries at running back. This year they've been banged up a little bit at running back, which is part of the reason why Russell Wilson is having to, quote-unquote, let Russ cook and throw the ball as much. Here's my question for you, though. Who was the Seahawks' leading rusher on Thursday night? Carlos Hyde. 
That is correct. Look at you. That is correct. No vomit in the cab, and he gets the correct answer here on Guess That Garbage. A job well done. You guys are off to a hot start. That is correct. That felt like it was a little bit too easy. A little bit too easy, but uh, but nonetheless. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, let's go to John, who is in Tacoma here on Fox Sports Radio. John, what's happening? John, it's good to talk to you, my man. I always love your show. I love your freezing hot takes, man. Well, I uh, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, John. And uh, listen, we won't be uh, too insulted by the wisecrack you just made here on the air. We won't be too insulted. Uh, what's happening, John? What are you doing, man? Uh, just enjoying the night off, drink, drinking some wine, you know. Okay. Well, what kind of wine are we talking about? Uh, Cap Sav out of California. Okay, very good. Uh, now, have you had the uh, the Drew Bledsoe wine? Is it Double Back? I think it's called Double Back, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty good. No, I I, I haven't. I, I haven't had the Brokeback either, so that yeah, uh, sounds delicious. A, wow, we, we are off uh, two bad jokes to start off the uh, phone call. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, are you sure that's not the Dave Coulier or Carrot Top wine you're having there? Oh, good. No? I've got to know. Uh, all right, so here we go uh, before we hear any more uh, bad jokes. Uh, all right, so, John, uh, here's my question for you. So Thursday Night Football, obviously Kyler Murray was a, uh, one of the uh, star players on Thursday Night Football. One of the conversations that was being had the week leading up into the game was Kyler Murray as a baseball player. He was drafted in Major League Baseball. My question for you is this. Which American League West team drafted Kyler Murray back in 2018? Oakland A's. That is correct. Look at you. That is correct. Correct answer for John in Tacoma. The Oakland A's drafting Kyler Murray number nine overall in 2018. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. If you want to be a part of Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we go to Nashville where Seabass is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Seabass, what's happening? Not a lot, Jonas. Hey, and earlier you were talking about the face mask. Remember 10, 15 years ago that they had the five yard, but they took it away. Agreed. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I, I think it's, I think I it's way, that, it, way I too that harsh. that was one of the dumbest things ever. Yeah, I think it's way too harsh. Uh, so what are you doing? What's going on in Nashville, Seabass? Uh, dude, just cleaning up the house the best I can. All right. Well, now, why is it difficult for you to clean up the house? Because I'm blind. Okay. That's that's fair reason, I guess. We'll accept that. We, we will accept that here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so uh, here we go. Seabass, uh, are you having a wow. drink? Uh, no, are you doing that completely sober or what? No, I'm seriously. I'm blind. No, no, so I, I go by blind Seabass. I, I I know you're. I'm not. I know you're blind. This I I know. I'm saying, are you cleaning the house sober? Or are you having a oh, cocktail yeah. while you're doing it? No, I'm sober. I had uh, buddy ran out of. Uh, moonshine so i hadn't been he uh i hadn't been able to get any here lately well that's a bummer well listen uh I, that'll be in the stocking i'm sure uh if you're good santa claus will have that in the stocking and don't worry we skip right past thanksgiving and go straight to christmas such bs all right so a blind sea bass in nashville here's my question for you so drew Brees is going to miss some time out three weeks a minimum of three weeks my question for you is this, and it's multiple choice, so take your time, listen to all the options before you make your guess. All right, here's the question. Who was the last Saints quarterback not named Drew Brees to start all 16 games in a season? Here are your options. Is it Mark Brunel, Aaron Brooks, Billy Joe Hobart, 
Billy Joe Tolliver or Billy Joe Blow? I think it was Brooks. That is correct. Look at you, Blind Seabass. That is correct. You guys are on fire, man. These questions are way too easy. That is correct. Uh, Aaron Brooks back in 2004, the last quarterback not named Drew Brees to start every game for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, All right, let's go to a Dave who's in Arkansas here on Fox Sports Radio. Dave, what's happening? What's going on? Uh, Just hanging out. What are you doing in uh, Arkansas, Dave? Sitting here drinking a beer. Listening to your radio show, man. Well, Enjoy we, your show every morning we, on Saturdays. Hey, we appreciate it, Dave. Thanks, man. Uh, what beer are you drinking? The Beast, Milwaukee's Best Ice. Oh, good for you. Now, is that the uh, is that the thirty two? Are you going with the uh, That's just the, the thirty two? Oh, yeah, the five point nine thirty two. Ain't good no point you. wasting time. Good for you. Now, and it's got the twist off cap, correct? Yeah. No. 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 I'm drinking the can. Oh, okay. Oh, the 32. Okay, very good. So the oil can. Don't they call that the oil can, like Foster's? I think Didn't I've fire? heard it called that, yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, that is, a uh, man, that's good for you. Uh, all right, so Dave, here's my question for you. Um, outside of the Jets, who are winless, all right, so outside of the Jets, yeah, who has the longest losing streak in the NFL? Outside of the Jets, who's the other team with the longest losing streak in the NFL? Oh, golly. Outside of the Jets, who's got the longest losing streak? I would have to say probably hmm, Houston, Texans. Fair guess. That is incorrect. Same division, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Eight losses in a row. Remember when they won week one? I think they beat the uh, Indianapolis Colts, and we thought, man, this Gardner Minshew stuff's going to work. Oops. Oops. Uh, That is uh, incorrect. Uh, Final one, and for that, we go to Robert in California here on Fox Sports Radio. Robert, what's happening? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Uh, Just hanging out. What are you doing, Robert? What's happening? Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I just left the bar. I'm on my way home. Listen to Fox Radio Sports, trying to get an update on the football. You know how I'm doing. All right, good. Uh, now, you're not driving, are you? No, I'm good. I'm taking the Uber right now. I convinced right. him to get on the. <laughs> I convinced him to get on Fox Radio right now. All right, good. We, we appreciate it. We could use uh, any support we could get. And listen, we, uh, you know, we're not very picky. We'll take anybody. All right, so it doesn't yes, matter. Sir, I appreciate that. Uh, hey, Thank in, you. Yeah, no. In, in any listeners we can get, uh, we are the whores of sports talk radio. We will take anybody. <laughs> uh, we do not oh, discriminate. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I doesn't love it. matter. Doesn't matter. Black, white, uh, magenta, brown, you name it, it does not matter here. We will take anything that we can get here on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, sir. Right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, so here's my question for you. Uh, the Mark yes, Colombo-Joe Judge fight for the Giants. My question for you is this. Which NFL oh. team drafted Colombo in the first round of the 2002 draft? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I got to tell you, bro, I'm only 24, so I wouldn't know. I'm too right. young for that. If, if I narrow, give me something else. All right, no, no, no. give me something else, oh, sir. Uh, uh, all right, I'm not going to give you anything else, but this is what I will I'm do sorry. for you. Nope. I'm right, sorry. This, this, nope. is what I will, this is what I will do for you. Okay. It's a team in the NFC North. Ooh, team in the NFC North. Ooh, you got to give me 10 seconds on this one, sir. All right, I'll give you nine. A uh, nine fair. We're going with the we're going with the Ravens. Let's go. 
All right, the NFC North Ravens. It is the Ravens of NFC North. Is it the Ravens of NFC North? Show us that correct answer. That is, uh, that is, (laughs) that is, uh, (laughs) that's overnight radio, folks. Uh, That's what that is. That is weekend overnights. Uh, That is the incorrect answer because the Ravens aren't in the NFC North. Uh, The Chicago Bears. Uh, The Chicago Bears drafted Mark Colombo in 2002. And that is another uh, astounding finish to uh, guess that garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Give me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, something I probably shouldn't love in the world of sports, and I hope it never goes away. Next year on FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in 10 minutes from now here on FSR, there's a quarterback in the NFL that quietly is having one of the most impressive seasons in the league. We will get to that here uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, One of the things that I just, I, I can't help it. I love it. I love it so much are the fake accounts during free agency. Whether it's the fake Woj or the fake Adam Schefter or the fake Jay Glazers, like whoever it is, 
I think they're hilarious. Uh, and, and the number of people that still get got by these is amazing to me because people don't even, they just, they run with stuff. And so the reason I bring that up is because Sham Sharania, he reported a deal that was in the works and it got retweeted by his own employer. Well, the problem is the handle is not Sham Sharania. It's Sham Sharanua. And his employer retweeted it. And it was about the Rockets being in serious talks to trade Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. <laughs> it's great. It's, I think it's I think it's hilarious. And I probably shouldn't because, you know, there's, there's somebody somewhere who's getting in trouble for it. Somebody that works for that company who retweeted their own employee, but it was the wrong Twitter account. But I think it's hilarious. I, I hope it never goes away. The fake Woj's, the the fake Ian Rappaports. I love that stuff, man. I, I think I think it's I think it's comical. Uh, I think uh, the people that get worked up about it. Uh, I I love nothing more than this. I I think it's fantastic, and some of them are so well done and so look so legitimate. Like this this Sham Sharania. I mean, you just add the Ewan on the back end of the last name, and who knew? But wouldn't you think that Russell Westbrook being involved in a possible trade to the Lakers, maybe you do a little bit of confirmation, you know, a little bit of deep dive. All I'm saying is I hope they never go away. They make me laugh every single time. And I actually think we need more of them. I think we need more fake accounts because there's nothing better than seeing people get really hot and bothered when they retweet a fake one. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Talk next here on FSR. So there's a quarterback in the NFL that's quietly having a very, very good season. I will tell you why and how this came to be coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, check out the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Hundreds of you. All across the country, we appreciate you hanging out with us here, having some fun as we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So Sunday night football, I cannot wait for. Chiefs at the Raiders, great game. And it's actually what the NFL needed. The NFL needs that rivalry back. The NFL is in a better place when the Raiders are good. They just are. You need that villain. You need that mystique. When the Raiders were bad for all those years, it just wasn't all that fun. You know, they just, they, they continue, they're just so bad. And, yeah, they got a loyal fan base. But now it just, they, they feel like they're a legitimate team. They're much better. They're, they're vastly improved over where they were last year and the year before. And so you get Sunday night football and you get revenge. Because Kansas City's pissed off that uh, the Raiders may have taken a victory lap around Arrowhead Stadium the last time they beat him. Uh, you know, John Gruden saying, well, you know, it was a smart-ass bus driver who made a comment. Whatever the case may be, this is what you need. You need an element of, of this. This is a great rivalry. People forget back in the day when Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen was phenomenal for the Raiders. 
but he had a falling out with Al Davis. And so when Marcus Allen signed with the Chiefs, that was a huge story because that was their arch rival. He's one of their all-time great players, and he signs with them. It would be Brady signing with the Jets. And not to say Marcus Allen is on that level, but Marcus Allen was beloved by the Raiders. Had a falling out with the owner, signed with the arch rival. So it was a big story. So we actually get this rivalry back, and I think it's better for the NFL, and it's better for us. And the other thing that I would look at, and and this game was part of my Knox locks, I didn't actually bet the line on this game because I just didn't trust it. I think the Raiders are much better than, you know, being eight-point underdogs or eight-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. So I do think uh, Kansas City is going to score points, so I bet the over on Kansas City points. But I just didn't trust the game line because I think the Raiders are a better team. And part of the reason... Not a better team than Kansas City, but a better team than than what they're getting credit for. And part of the reason the Raiders are a better team has been the play of Derek Carr. Derek Carr's been really good. He's been good. He's He's been what they paid him to be a couple of years ago. When a lot of people thought he got paid too early, Derek Carr has been really good this year. Talking to Lincoln Kennedy, uh, who you hear with Anthony Gargano after we get done here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, great show, great dudes. Talking to Lincoln Kennedy this week, and Lincoln Kennedy even said he's he's got weapons. He's finally got weapons now. They, They built around him. They've got their running game. They've got receivers. They've got tight ends. Like They've actually built around him. They've made it a point. Give him something to work with. And that's been the big difference there. And Derek Carr has been really good. John Gruden, his head coach, talked about Carr uh, earlier this week. You know, he's all business. He's on a mission right now to uh, prove that, you know, he can be one of the top, if not the best, in football. That's what he's after. Whether you agree or disagree, that's not my problem. But he, uh, he really is on a mission to be great. And I think he's on a mission to deliver uh, his leadership, uh, his playmaking, and his day-to-day consistency to this team. And uh, if you could see him here every day uh, in these circumstances, you'd all be impressed with uh, what he represents. And I couldn't be happier having him as my quarterback. That was uh, John Gruden talking about the play of uh, Derek Carr. Look, nobody's going to confuse him with a top-five uh, generational talent at quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not. He's just not. Like he's not Rodgers. He's not Breeze. He's not. But he's a good quarterback, and you can win a lot of games with Derek Carr. And they're actually starting to win games there, games that they would have never won before. And he's played much, much better. He's a good quarterback. He's a really good NFL quarterback. Not a Patrick Mahomes. Not in the elite status, but he can get into that second tier. He can be the back end or borderline top 10 quarterback in the NFL, and he's played really well this year. He's played really well. But this also goes to when a plan works out to perfection. This is what this is. When a plan works out to perfection at quarterback for a team, this is what you get. Derek Carr was tested this offseason. Listen, you're our guy, but we're going to bring in Marcus Mariota. We're going to pay him real dollars. And just in case, 
just in case we see a struggle, just in case, uh, you know, you, uh, you, you get rid of the ball too quick, which has been a knock on Derek Carr, just in case you don't let plays develop and you make bad decisions or you fumble the ball out of the end zone, uh, which results in a touchback, or just in case at least we've got a backup plan. We've got a guy who we believe in. Oh, and by the way, it's a guy who Mike Mayock had as his number one quarterback in that draft class, Marcus Mariota. They brought him in. They tested their car, and it worked. He's playing well. He responded. This is the plan. This is the best-case scenario for the Raiders. Bring in competition have the starter and the incumbent play well enough that you no longer are thinking about whether or not Marcus Mariota gets a shot, and now you're just looking at, hey, man, we're a legit playoff contender. Maybe we can surprise some people based on the play of our quarterback. This is the perfectly executed plan at quarterback. Perfect. You want to know why it's perfect? Because two other teams tried it the past couple of years, and they failed. You had a partial failure in Tennessee. Tennessee tried this, ironically enough, with Marcus Mariota. Tennessee had a quarterback that they drafted with a coach that didn't draft him, and they weren't really sure if he was going to be the guy there long term. So what did they do? They went out and they signed a veteran backup quarterback. They made a move, made a deal, brought in Ryan Tannehill. The perfect scenario for the Titans would have been the guy that we drafted views the competition sees it and excels and he continues to be our quarterback moving forward and we got it right in the draft it's not what happened Marcus Mariota struggled Ryan Tannehill got his opportunity and the rest was history it was a partial failure because ultimately they wanted Mariota to win the gig. He didn't do it. They're happy with Tannehill. They're happy to pay him. And he's been playing really good football for him. And Tennessee, although they've struggled the past few weeks, Tennessee's been really good and they made a run in the postseason last year. So they're happy with it. But the real plan in Tennessee would have been Marcus Mariota staves off the competition, continues to be our starter, and we continue to build our organization around him. So that was a partial failure. Complete success with the Raiders, partial failure with Tennessee. And then you've got a full-blown failure in Chicago. Because the Bears tried this too. They had Mitch Trubisky, and they said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring in a veteran backup, and we're going to hope that Mitch Trubisky sees the competition, he beats out the competition, and we can say we got it right. And it's a similar situation. Coach who didn't draft him who's looking at the struggle, saying, I'm not sure if he's the guy moving forward. Let's bring in a veteran to push him a little bit. And what happened? Mitch Trubisky struggled. They benched him, and they put in the veteran they made the move for. And they got worse. (laughs) Like, they got worse. So you've got three degrees of how this works, all right? The Raiders are at the top. They had a plan. Drafted quarterback but not the coaching staff that was a part of the draft, bringing a veteran to test him, he staves him off, and he's the guy. Then you have the Titans. That's that's the second tier. 
the team who had the same situation, coaching staff who didn't draft this quarterback, hoping that quarterback will be the guy moving forward, but they brought in a veteran, the quarterback struggled, they bring in the veteran, and they're all good. And then you've got Tier 3. All right, you've got tier three. You know, we've got these these tiers of counties and how they can open up in California because Warden Newsom has has put all these things into into place here. You've got all these tiers. You've got tiers into how you can handle your quarterback situation. The Raiders are tier one success, full blown success, partial success in Tennessee, and then you've got the Bears in tier three, total failure. Drafted a quarterback. New coaching staff comes in. They weren't a part of that draft. You bring in a veteran to try and push that quarterback, and if it doesn't work, you go to the veteran. Well, it didn't work. They went to the veteran, and they're still bad. So there's three different ways to do this. What the Raiders have done is exactly what Tennessee and Chicago hope to do. The difference is the Raiders have worked. It's worked, and because of that, they look like a real playoff team with an opportunity, although it's a long shot, to sweep the defending Super Bowl champions on Sunday night in Vegas. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, we are going to get into, I don't want to be a downer. All right, There's a team in the NFL. They feel really good about themselves, very good about themselves. I'm going to tell you why they probably shouldn't, especially this weekend. That's next here on FSR. Boom, Tetris for Jonas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. It is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. You can only hear it here on this program since we are the originators of it. It is pro wrestler or porn star. Again, the hottest game show in the history of sports talk radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996. 6369 pro wrestler or porn star is yours if you want to be a part of it we are looking for two brave souls to go head to head in pro wrestler or porn star 10 minutes from now here on fox sports radio 877-99 on fox and if you've never heard the game before don't go anywhere trust me uh once you get a taste you'll never go back it's over uh so we will have that for you here again 10 minutes from now on fsr um I, 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 first of all, let me just say this. There, there are times where I don't, I don't know why people, and, and I'm going to get to this NFL team who I'm not really confident in uh, this week, especially. Maybe I should be, but I'm, I'm not. Um, but I don't understand why people let opinions on Twitter or Snapface or uh, uh, Instabook, or whatever whatever app you're on, or whatever social media you're on. I don't know why people let those opinions bother them the way that it, that they do. Honest to God, I, I I really I struggle with that sometimes. And the reason I bring this up is, and this popped in my head, so that's why I wanted to just address it now. The ratings for the Masters came out last week, and it was like early on in the week. And it was, you know, a, a big topic of discussion because the ratings came out and the ratings weren't weren't great. They were the lowest they had been since whatever year it was, 1950, whatever. Who knows? And so it comes out, and all of a sudden, you get these people taking a victory lap. Ha ha! Well, <laughs> clearly that wasn't because of protesting, and uh, looks like you were wrong. The get woke, go broke crowd, you were wrong. And, dude, who cares? Why why are you even bothered by that? If somebody tells you that the ratings in a sport are bad because uh, the sport is too woke, who cares? Maybe it is. Who cares? NBA ratings have been down for a couple of years. It's just a fact. They've been down for a couple of years. And there's... Multiple reasons that have been thrown out there for why it was down. There was, oh, well, there's Warriors fatigue. All right, fine, then there's Warriors fatigue. Uh, You know, uh, the players are divas. All right, the players are divas. You know, 
Uh, you, uh, the, the 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 players and their uh, you know their 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 political views are impacting. Okay, fine. Their political views are impacting. Uh, uh, that's fine. Uh, well, LeBron moved out to the West Coast, and now people aren't staying up that late to watch games anymore. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, the Warriors were on the West Coast, but okay. I mean, if that's if that's what you believe, and that like. There's all these different reasons for why ratings are down in different sports, and everybody's got a theory on it. Uh, here's one. I don't care. You want to watch something, go watch it. has no impact on me. I don't care. Like If you didn't watch the NBA in the bubble for whatever the reason was, and that's part of the reasons the ratings are down, cool. Like Why does anybody care? Like it shouldn't bother you. I liked the NBA in the bubble. Like we talked, I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought the quality of play was great. It was much better than I thought it'd be. I thought the playoffs were a lot of fun. The finals were a little bit of a letdown and a dud, but the playoffs were fun. You had storylines and buzzer beaters and great play and great performances and new stars. And I thought it was great. If you didn't watch because you were bothered by whatever political stance there was or or the messaging on the jersey, that's fine. Then don't watch. I don't care. I watch what I want because I want to watch it. If you were a fan of the Masters and you watched, good for you. And if people didn't tune into the Masters, that's but this whole we've got to keep receipts. Well, you said this about this league. Well, what about this? Who gives a crap? You watch what you watch. Like, it, like, who cares? I watch, this is no joke, every single Monday night, there is a uh, dating show. It's on, uh, I, I don't, a channel, it's channel 46 on DirecTV. It's called like Enamoranos, or I don't even know how to pronounce it. But it's in all Spanish. And it is one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. And I can't stop watching. I can't stop. I don't know what the ratings are. And I don't care. I watch it because I want to watch it. Like It's funny. And my buddy and I watch it every... And I go, this is amazing. Because it is awful, yet great at the same time. It's called like Enamorandos. Or, I, don't even know how to, I don't even know how to pronounce it. But I watch it every... I don't care that you don't watch it. I watch it. If you watch the Masters and I didn't, that's cool. So what? If you didn't want to watch it, if you didn't want to watch the NBA, it's this whole, well, let's get to the bottom of why you didn't watch it. You just didn't want... I didn't watch the Masters. Uh, Like, the the Sunday of the Masters, I didn't watch one single second of it. There was NFL on. I wanted to watch NFL. Like... It's it's a weird year, but this whole, let's try and identify why somebody didn't want, oh, well, you said this, it must be because, who cares, man? You want to watch something, watch it. If not, don't. It, make whatever decision you want to make, but, but stop being so sensitive to somebody's opinion of why. Like, a lot of things can be true. The ratings can be down because the NFL's on opposite of it. And the ratings could also be down because it's a political year and people are watching election coverage. And the ratings can also be down because people don't like the messaging. Ultimately, watch what the hell you want to watch and stop being so sensitive about it. Who gives a crap? At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, pro wrestler or porn star coming up five minutes from now here on FSR. Just had to get that off my chest. Um, all right. 
I was really, really, really happy for the New England Patriots. I am rooting for the Patriots. I find myself rooting for the Patriots throughout the course of the season, and I find myself rooting for the Patriots and Cam Newton as the season goes on a little bit more every week, every single time, because I just love the story. I love the idea that this was the most disliked franchise uh, in sports for so long. They were called cheaters and this and this and this. And I've talked about this before. All that is, is misdirected anger. It's not a bunch of people who actually think that Tom Brady's deflated footballs gave them an advantage. It's a bunch of people who were tired of being the doormat in the NFL the past 20 years. So what did they do? They found something to complain about. Bob Kraft goes to the grab lab in Florida and gets a couple of massages. And all of a sudden, you've got people that want to see the video. First of all, I got no interest in seeing that guy's kickstand. I'm not into it. It's not my thing. If that's your thing, go for it. I'm not into it. But because it's the Patriots, it turned into this big embarrassing scandal. And we've got to... Like, it's not my thing. A lot of that was people were annoyed with what the Patriots have been doing to them, running roughshod over the past 20 years. So you got a lot of people that are standing in line, taking a shot at the Patriots. A lot of people that are, are laughing at them and saying, oh, my God, they're so bad, and Belichick is this and this. and this. It's happening. It's happened all season long. So I find myself rooting for the Patriots every single week. I was really happy for them last Sunday night. Really happy for them. The fact that they were a, a touchdown underdog, that, that was part of my bet. I think that was actually part of my handicap in, in, in picking the Patriots. I didn't actually think they were going to win the game. I just I wanted them to. Ultimately, they did, and good for them. But it's just the idea of Cam Newton was damaged goods, and he was finished, and you know he was out there, and anybody could have him, and, and uh, the Patriots get him for a million dollar and change, and Tom Brady leaves to go to Tampa Bay, and he's got all these weapons now. And it's the Patriots with Rex Burkhead and Jacoby Myers uh, and, and Harris and, and all the, like, you know, like the, these, these players that you would look at and go, oh, I mean, outside of New England, where are they really going to get playing time elsewhere? Like, it, it's a fun story. All of that being said, I just don't like them this weekend. <laughs> I, I, just being honest, because I don't think they're a very good team. I don't think they're very good. And I, I just don't know that whatever we saw last week in one of the worst rainstorms I've ever seen in an NFL game, the end of that game, you couldn't see the field. Like, it was it was maybe the worst rainstorm I'd ever seen in an NFL game. A lot had to go their way to win that game, right? Full credit, not, not going to take away the win, but a lot had to go their way. I just watched that game, and as happy as I was for him, I didn't come away from that game thinking, you know what, this Patriots team has got a shot. I just didn't. I was happy for him. I was stoked to see him win. But there was a lot that went into that game that I look at and go, eh, eh, how can you really count on that kind of a rainstorm moving forward? 
All right, can you count on Lamar Jackson to throw that bad interception towards the end of the first? I think it was the end of the first half, if I'm not mistaken. There was a lot there. Uh, players dropping, uh, you know, uh, what would be potential first downs at the end of the game on the game-winning drive uh, because you know, they couldn't catch the ball because the weather was so. There was a lot that went their way. I was happy for him, but I just get this sneaky suspicion Houston's going to get him. I, I, I don't know why. I just get this sneaky suspicion. If, if I had the guts to bet against New England, I, I would bet Houston. I absolutely would. I don't have the guts. Because I'm still not going to touch that. I'm not going to piss off Bill Belichick. I'm not going to try and bet on New England and, and, and think this is going to be the week that uh, that they get got by uh, by the Houston Texans. I'm just not going to go that direction uh, because I don't have the balls to, uh, quite frankly. But this just feels like... Last week, a lot went their way. That's why they were able to pull it off. It didn't really change my mind on what they were as a football team. Sorry. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, pro wrestler or porn star is next. If you've never heard the game before, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star, the hottest game show in sports radio history is yours next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, and the free agency frenzy in the NBA has begun. The legal tampering period getting underway with a bevy of moves on Friday night. Headlined by the defending champion Lakers signing sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell, to a two-year $19 million contract. The first year of that deal is guaranteed. The second year is a player option. L.A. also signing guard Wesley Matthews to a one-year deal. After initially tweeting he was returning to the Lakers, Dwight Howard signed a one-year contract with the 76ers. Late Friday night, Oklahoma City agreed to a trade. We're sending Steven Adams to New Orleans for draft picks that trade includes the Nuggets as well speaking of Denver they signed forward Jermichael Green to a two-year contract whether you rent or own Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance having a home is hard work so get a quote at geico.com easy Atlanta agreed to a three-year deal with Danilo Gallinari Sacramento agreed to a five-year 163 million dollar contract extension with the Aaron Fox Joe Harris with a four-year deal to stay with the Nets college football Friday night Minnesota outlasting Purdue 34 to 31 Louisville beating Syracuse 30 to nothing the orange fall to one and eight on the season wins for Air Force and Florida Atlantic back to Jonas Knox Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in, we'll call it uh, 15 minutes from now here on FSR, um, a curious situation for one team. One team in the NFL finds themselves in a curious situation moving forward uh, and it's all based on potential playoff spots. We will have that for you here uh, coming up in uh, just about 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, it's time for a little something we do on the show called this. This is actually the greatest contest on all of radio and I listen every week. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star. Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or a porn star here on Fox Sports Radio where we go around the world sometimes, but we always go around the country and see who out there wants to be part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. And we get things started in Maine where Tony is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Tony, what's happening? 
Uh, good. We're just hanging out. What's going on, Tony? What are you doing? All right. Uh, now, I'm having a hard time hearing you. You got me on speaker? Or what's going on? Can you hear me now? Oh, much better. Much better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did have you on speaker, but let's talk. All right, man. Oh, okay. Well, listen, uh, so so you said you were, now, did you say you were smoking weed? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm smoking weed. I, okay. I, I smoked the uh, Indica, the body buzz, when I get out of work. All right, very good. I mean, listen, as long as you're not driving, as long as you're uh, you're doing it responsibly, we're all good here. Don't do drugs. No, it's all, yeah, it's all good. I walk to work, walk back and forth to work. I'm all set. Oh, nice, man. Good for you. All right, so we've got uh, Tony in Maine ready to play the game. Let's go to uh, Bakersfield where Mark is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? It's Mike. Oh, Mike. I'm sorry about that, Mike. Sorry. That's all good. It's all good. Uh, all right, so so we got Mike in Bakersfield. Mike, what are you doing? What's happening in Bakersfield? Uh, well, I'm doing security right now. My second job, you know, just hanging out. All right. And uh, now uh, everything uh, cool out there? Everything uh, safe? It's uh, We're all good? Nothing? No no danger? You're not going to get in any trouble or anything like that? We Everything's good? Easy money. All right, there you go. Uh, all right, so we have got uh, Mike in Bakersfield. We've got Tony in Maine here on Pro Wrestler, a porn star. If you are unable to get through, you can play the at-home version at the Jonas Knox on Twitter and let us know how you do. But be honest. Are you? I get all these scam artists out there who like to say, oh, I went eight for eight. No, you didn't. Come on, be upfront. Be honest about it. If you miss some, just be open about it at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, all right, so here's how it works, guys. I've got a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or the name of a porn star. We're going to start with Tony. We're going to go over to Mike. If we're tied at the end of this list, we go to a sudden death overtime. All right, so let's get it started. Tony in Maine, you are first up here on pro wrestler or porn star. Tony, you ready to go? All right, let's do it, man. All right, here we go. Tony, first name up here on pro wrestler or porn star for you is Brute Bernard, pro wrestler or porn star. Wrestler, pro wrestler. That is correct. Uh, that is correct. Brute Bernard is a pro wrestler. Tony is on the board uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. We go to Mike in Bakersfield here on FSR. Mike, uh, the name for you to kick things off is Freya Fantasia, pro wrestler or porn star. Has to be. Sorry, one more time, Mike. Has to be a porn star. That is correct. Uh, yeah, you you are correct. Uh, yeah, that seemed like it was uh, like very easy. Uh, and now they're banging each other. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, we haven't gotten that far into the game yet. All right, so we go over to Tony <laughs> in Maine here on Fox Sports Radio. Tony in Maine, uh, next name up for you is Trillium, pro wrestler or porn star? I'm going to go porn star. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, Trillium is a porn star. I actually would have gone the opposite. Sounds like a pro wrestler. I want me some glory, hope. Oh, and that's enough, Jerry. All right, off a of bye, you think you could talk like that? Um, listen, uh, yeah, that is good. Congratulations, Tony. I would have gotten that incorrect. Uh, Trillium is a porn star. So we go over oh, yeah. to Mike, Mike in Bakersfield, who can tie things up here on pro wrestler or porn star. Mike, the name for you, sir, is Kimber Woods, pro wrestler or porn star. That's a wrestler. 
That is incorrect. Yeah, woo! Yeah, that is incorrect. Kimber Woods is a porn star. That is incorrect. Ah. So now we go back over to Tony in Maine, who is making all sorts of noises on the phone. Uh, we don't want to ask uh, exactly what those noises are, but uh, we want to keep it clean here on FSR. Uh, all right, so Tony in Maine, you've got a one-point lead here. The name I just gave Mike was Kimber Woods. The name for you is Xavier Woods. Pro wrestler or a porn star? Ooh, um, I'm going to go pro wrestler. That is correct. Tony in Maine yeah. is on fire. Tony in Maine is on fire. He is high as a kite. He is... Uh, no, 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 no. thing. He's eating the hippie lettuce, and he is uh, he is on yeah. fire here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Can Star. Uh, so we go back over to Mike in Bakersfield. Now, Mike, you need to get back into the game here, so you're going to need to rattle a couple of these off uh, and hope that uh, Tony misses in order to get back in this one. So uh, Mike in Bakersfield, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Dick Dunn. Pro wrestler or porn star? I'm, I'm sorry, your phone was cutting out there, Mike. I'm going to go with pro wrestler. That is correct. Uh, Dick Dunn is a pro wrestler here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Uh, that's Give me a salami submarine. Uh, just butt out, Andy. Not now. Uh, not after Dick Dunn. Uh, all right. Uh, over to Tony in Maine we go. Tony, you have a one-point lead here on Fox Sports Radio with an opportunity to extend the game. <laughs> salami submarine. All right. So, Tony, uh, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is the Golden Terror Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Pro wrestler. That is correct. Yeah, very easy. Yeah. That was a very easy one. Although if you think about it, the golden the golden tear. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's something there. Very raunchy, but there is something there. Uh, all right, back over to uh, Mike and Bakersfield. We go, Mike. Here's the situation. If you miss this, the game is over. I'm just going to say that up front. If you miss it, it's over. If you make it. You do have an opportunity to tie the game and force overtime, but you're going to need some help from Tony uh, to miss his next uh, his next name. So, first things first, you must get this correct to stay alive. So, Mike in Bakersfield, to stay alive here on this edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, the name for you is Sable Renee, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. I'm definitely a pro wrestler. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. And with that, Tony in Maine is your winner here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Mike, we appreciate you calling into the game. Uh, we appreciate being a part of the game. Uh, call back anytime, and uh, and you're hustling out there, man. Uh, keep up the good work. We appreciate your help and all that you do uh, for everybody and helping out and keeping places safe. Uh, and uh, and call again anytime. You're a great sport. Uh, Tony and Maine, congratulations. I don't know what all those yeah. sound effects are. So you can awesome, just somebody. So you Woo. just yeah. See, I <laughs> right there. Those right there. That one. Uh, how many more sound effects you got there, uh, Tony? Oh, it depends what's going on. <laughs> I mean, just rattle off a couple, you know. Just gotta, you know, see what uh, see what you got. <laughs> My three year old son likes that one. <laughs> Shut a land. Just <laughs> uh, 
It's like one of those. What, you remember, you guys remember those animal games where you spin it and it points to an animal and it makes the uh, the, the sound effect. That, yeah, it's yeah. uh, all right, uh, Tony, we appreciate it, man. Uh, be safe and uh, and we appreciate you calling in. Congratulations. All right, you guys. You take care. You got to have to take care and take care. All right. Same, same to you, Tony. We appreciate it. Um, Kevin Figures joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Kev, if for whatever reason power goes out, we lose all function on the board here. We just call up Tony in Maine, and he can have all the sound effects ready. Hey, it works for me. I just just pull the cord uh, and and let it wind. Now I want to ask you about a, a couple of these names here. Uh, first and foremost, Dick Dunn. <laughs> okay, it's pretty strong. I think it, that, it, can, it that works across uh, both uh, both channels. It, it I've does. been praying for ten inches all my life. We know you have Andy. It, it reminded me of uh, one of the the '90s wrestling names were the best. Uh, there oh, was yeah. a tag team in the WWF back in the '90s, and their name was Well Done. Oh my! I remember that. Yes. <laughs> and the wrestler, the one guy's name was Tim Well, and his tag team partner was Steve Dunn. Oh, God, well, you're done. right. So corny. I, so I, good. I remember uh, there was another one. Oh man, I don't know if they ever made it to W, but I just remember seeing the this tag team and going. First of all, the name's cheesy, but I like it. Assault and Battery. Oh, that's great. It's so good. <laughs> that's amazing. Like their their tag team name. I remember I remember seeing the tag team Assault and Battery and going, it's really lame, but I really like it for some reason. So good. Yeah, it was it was it was really solid. Um, your thoughts on the Golden Terror. Do you see what I'm saying there? Right. That if you it, like, you know, in, in a really in a really uh, you know raunchy way, that could be. You know that could that could not, maybe not be a pro wrestler. It could go the other way. It absolutely could go the other way. Yeah. Sounds like it might be painful. Yeah, it, it just depends on the spelling. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the spelling. The spelling is now in this in this spelling. It's T E double R O R. So mm-hmm. it is like like a terror, like terrorizing. You know, so it's different. In the other context, uh, it could work out pretty well on the uh, yeah. in the in the adult film industry as well. It, it could, absolutely. Not for me, but, but yeah, it's <laughs> good. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yes, another award-winning edition of a Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, a very interesting situation at quarterback that two teams find themselves in. We'll get to the bottom of it next here on FSR. It's still real to me, damn it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we've got ourselves outrage in the world of sports. People very, very, very upset. I think it's overblown. We will have that for you here. It is football-related uh, coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I, I did find this pretty funny this week. So... <laughs> And, it, and it's really because it's a couple of coaches who find themselves in kind of a similar spot. Not, one a little different than the other, but it's the Eagles and the 49ers. So Doug Peterson comes out, and he's defending Carson Wentz. And they're talking about how, oh, well, he wouldn't change anything and you know yeah, because they're playing the Browns and there was the trade on draft day and all of this stuff. He wouldn't change anything. Okay. Uh, then you get Kyle Shanahan, who's talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's like, well, you know, he's going to be the quarterback here next year. And, you know, and it's like, what did you expect them to say? Did did you expect them, like Doug Peterson, to come out and say, you know, upon second thought, yeah, I wish we could have had that back. I mean, probably wouldn't have made the deal. Like, was Kyle Shanahan supposed to come out and say, you know, I don't know about this Jimmy Garoppolo guy. I don't think he's like they're going to they're going to tell you what it is that's going to give the fewest follow-up questions. That's the goal. Ask them about something. What what are we going to not get a bunch of follow-up questions on? So let me just go ahead and give you a canned answer. You don't want to deal with it. Jimmy Garoppolo, I, and look, I, I would be surprised if San Francisco doesn't move away from Jimmy Garoppolo. But Kyle Shannon's not going to come out and say that. Carson Wentz isn't going anywhere. Because of the contract, because of the deal, Carson Wentz is... But it's like, what do you expect these coaches to say? One guy already tried honesty and got buried for it. Bruce Arians has criticized Tom Brady a couple of times now and got crushed for it. That was honesty. We say we want these guys to be honest. We say we don't want them to give us a bunch of coach speak and a bunch of other crap to go along with it. We want honesty. We demand honesty. Well, Bruce, Bruce Arian serves up honesty 
He criticizes Tom Brady, and he criticizes him multiple times in a row during a season, and he gets crushed for it. How dare he call out his quarterback like that? So what do you want? Which way do you want it? Do you want it brutal honesty or you want canned answers? You say you want brutal honesty, Bruce Arians gives it to you, you get pissed off about it. Then Kyle Shanahan and Doug Peterson come out and they give you canned answers and you go, "Ah, eh, but come on." What they kind it's what do you you can't win. It's like they weren't going to come out and bury their own players. It just wasn't going to happen. That's why when I saw people making uh, something about the comments, I just thought, what are we doing here? Like they they were going to come out and say, no, we'd like to go ahead and we'd like to swap Baker Mayfield for Carson Wentz. Like, what are we doing? So don't buy into all the outrage, all the overreactions. Everything is okay. It wasn't as bad as you thought. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, check out the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on 200 plus Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate you hanging out with us here as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I was mentioning this before we get into the NFL conversation. I was mentioning this um, uh, before in the show because the fake Twitter accounts of the NBA or NFL insiders when free agency starts is one of my favorite things or during the trade deadline. One of my favorite things to where people create these fake accounts and it never fails. It never fails. Somebody retweets it or runs with the story because they don't. They, they just don't do their research and don't look stuff up. It never fails. And so the reason I brought it up is because NBA free agency starts this weekend. You got a lot of deals that are out there, a lot of stuff being reported. And there was a Sham Sharania tweet. Sham Sharania, the, the great NBA insider, there was the Sham Sharania tweet about Russell Westbrook. And uh, they're talking about a trade to the Lakers. And his own employer retweeted it. The problem is, it was a fake account. They put a U in his last name instead of like an I or something like that. It and I think it's hilarious. I was saying earlier, I, I for what I don't know why. I just think that stuff is funny. Like there are some people out there who still think fart jokes are funny. I think fake Twitter accounts and, and as NBA or NFL insiders is hilarious. I can't I can't get enough of it. I think it's hilarious that people run with this stuff. Well, I said that. And next thing you know, I see a tweet from my account. And I'm thinking to myself, I never said that. Somebody made, after I said that, a fake Twitter account of mine, and I almost fell for it. I I, I saw the original tweet, and I said, I, wow, I, I, I don't recall ever tweeting that. And it's an amazing job. I mean, it's really what – this is why – People get busted. This is why people get caught with this stuff. So if you go to my Twitter account, my actual Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, you don't have to follow me. I I don't care about that. But if you go there, uh, I have retweeted the fake account. And all they did was change 
and owing my name to a zero. And it looks legit. So job well done to whoever created it. I don't know who you are, but I think that stuff's hilarious. Uh, uh, well done. Uh, perfect placement of the number instead of the letter. So you can go to my actual Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox, for that if you want to check it out. Uh, all right, let's get into this. There was outrage. Outrage on Friday night in the world of sports. Um, outrage over Purdue. You heard that correct. Outrage over Purdue. Here's why I say that. There was a college football game and a college football game between Purdue and Minnesota. And late in that game, under a minute to go, a tight end for Purdue named Payne Durham caught what many thought was the go-ahead and most likely game-winning touchdown. All right. Now, you're probably thinking, my, these are a couple of unranked teams. Why are we talking about it? Oh, because it turned into a real big issue, and it'll be talked about and be a discussion at some point uh, somewhere over the next 24 hours. So we must address it. So Payne Durham, this tight end for Purdue, catches a touchdown. Problem is, he gets called for an offensive P.I. Now, the outrage was that it was no PI that it's one of it's an egregious call it's a terrible call they missed it they blew the call not true he did push off he did extend the arm and push off to get open and catch the pass in the end zone is it ticky tack yes is it egregious no it wasn't exactly an awful call and my point on this stuff is this you can't just take that call and make it comparable to others. You just can't. And and we do this stuff. And and my point earlier was this happens in boxing. We think because there's a questionable decision or a questionable score read that all of a sudden it's a bad score. No, it's just you may not agree with it, but it is justifiable. It's why if you're ever scoring a boxing match, if you're scoring round by round, 10-9 or 10-8 if there's a knockdown, whatever the case may be, I always put a question mark next to the round in question. I'll ultimately, in real time, score the, the fight for a certain guy, but then I'll put a question mark. And what that is for is so that I can go back and say, if the fight's close or there's a round or two difference, I can understand these rounds as being the difference. So although I scored it for the other guy, I could understand, because it was a close round, why it could be scored for the other guy. This is one of those. This isn't the most egregious play in the world. He pushed off. Did he push off a lot? Not really. Did, did uh, you know, was it the difference between him catching the touchdown? and it? Eh, Probably not. Would I have made the call? Probably not. It was ticky-tack. But he pushed off. Like, you, you can sit there and you can complain and gripe and go to, and like, you get, there's like big-time personalities on Twitter that are, that's the worst call I've ever seen. What are you talking about? Like, you see worse calls than that every single weekend in the NFL. The problem is we see really bad pass interference calls because it's really punitive. 
there are different degrees of pass interference, but they all count the same. That's really the issue. There are different degrees of pass interference, but they all count the same. That play right there probably shouldn't be called and punished the same as other offensive pass interferences are because they're more egregious. But it's the way it goes. It's why I brought up the face mask penalty earlier. The decision the NFL made years ago to get rid of the five-yard face mask and make them all 15 yards. Why? They're not all the same. You could be making a tackle up high, your hand slips, catches a guy with your thumb on the side of their face mask. That's the same as grabbing a guy blatantly and spinning his head around like a top? Like turning some guy into the exorcist? Like it shouldn't be the same, but it is. And that's the problem with pass interference. So we can pretend that it's the most egregious call in the world. It was not. It was ticky-tack, but it was not the most egregious play in the world. And then here's this. The multiple camera angles. All right, so I, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of this until it was brought to my attention. And the guy who brought to my attention was Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn, my, uh, my co-host on Sunday night here at Fox Sports Radio. I can't stand the guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's a pain in my ass, but we do a show together, and it's whatever. And so Brady Quinn and I uh, were talking about this. By the way, before you guys run with that, it's a joke. Uh, I love the guy. We bust each other's balls. It's the way that goes. But he pointed this out. I didn't even know that this was a thing that not every game has the same number of cameras. So there are certain games that have more cameras and certain games that don't. It's one of the, it's one of the genius things that Belichick does. He's been in meetings, production meetings, and Belichick is the only coach, and he's told me this, Brady Quinn has told me this, Belichick is the only coach that he's ever seen in meetings ask the television crew, the people covering the game, how many cameras do you have at the game? Belichick asks this, how many cameras you got at the game? And the reason he's asking this is because he wants to know whether or not if he needs to make a challenge, they're going to have a good enough camera angle in order to challenge the play. That's next level. You don't get that anywhere else. Belichick Asking the TV production crew how many cameras are at the game. So just in case they need to challenge a call, he wants to make sure that there's clear evidence of it or that he can actually get the right angle or the right camera to, make, to challenge the call. Belichick does that. Well, I didn't know that there aren't the same number of cameras at every game. I never even thought about that until Brady Quinn pointed it out and talked about the Belichick aspect of it. In this game... There were multiple camera angles, okay? The one that they kept showing is the one that you can't see the player for Purdue push off. But there's another one where you can clearly see he, him extend his arm. Again, not blatant, but a clear extension of the arm. And so as I keep seeing the one camera angle being shown over and over again, it goes back to something that I've always wondered I've always wondered about the NFL, college football. I've always wondered about this. I actually think 
that they like when officials make controversial calls like this. I really do. I don't think the NFL minded that the Rams got away with one in the NFC title game. That Saints fans might hate that. That might really bother them, and it might break your heart because you keep thinking about that play, and that was your last good, real legitimate chance to go to a Super Bowl with this current foundation. But I don't think the NFL minded it at all. I really don't because it keeps the conversation going. Because you can look at that play and go, look, in real time, bang, bang, play. In real time, you can understand maybe how he would miss it. You slow it down, anything looks bad. But we're talking about it. When there's a bad call in the NFL, what are we talking about? We're talking about that the next day. Did you see that call? God forbid it's a primetime game. I don't think people are, are, are looking at this go, man, this is a bad look for the Big Ten, bad look for college football. I don't think so. We're talking about it. And they can be justified in their decision. Yeah, he pushed off. You may not like it, but by the letter, by the book, that's the call. So I've always looked at this and seen when there are bad calls made, when there are bad decisions or any of that stuff made, we view it as, man, that's a really, really bad look for that league. And it's not. It might be a bad look for that official, but not for that league because we're talking about it. And how many times have you actually never watched an NFL game again because the prior week there was a really bad call? It never happens. You're always back for more. I love boxing. I grew up on boxing. I grew up on UFC, MMA. That was our thing. I love that stuff. I love boxing. You know how many times I've been pissed off about a decision in a boxing match? Probably over a hundred. You know how many times I've always come back the next time there's a big boxing match? Probably over a hundred. I'm not going anywhere. I'm their doormat. They could do whatever they want. I'm never leaving. And neither are you. Which is why they don't mind this stuff. There's some controversy. You don't like the call. Okay. By the book, he extended the arm, made the play. I mean, listen, what do you want from... They don't mind this stuff at all. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, all right, coming up next, there's a game in the NFL this weekend that is uh, it, it's really, really big. Not so much for... Super Bowl aspirations, but just for the narrative of one team. Find out who it is next here on FSR. I got hit in the balls at least a dozen times by six-year-olds. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have the scraps, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. Uh, They are yours coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, looking forward to that here on FSR. So the, uh, the one game... That I will because we were. I did my uh, Knox locks a couple hours ago here on FSR. If you missed the full breakdown and full version of a Knox locks and an edition of Knox locks, I am not all that comfortable or confident in. Uh, you can go ahead and check that out on the podcast after the show. But uh, I made my uh, my selections in Knox locks, and you know I, I felt 
okay about maybe one of them, one or two of them. Uh, I like uh, the Eagles plus three. This feels like a back against the wall spot for Philadelphia uh, I, at the Browns. I just I, I like that. I do think Jameis Winston's going to get some playing time. That was more calling my shot. Um, the Broncos uh, plus four at home against the Dolphins. That is all strictly because of the fact that. Miami has burned me a couple of times this season. I'm still pissed off about it, and I'm way too emotional about that stuff. Uh, I don't like the Chiefs spread. Uh, I would lean the Chiefs, but I just think it's too many points. But I do like them to score a lot of points. I like the Chiefs over 33, and I like the Buccaneers minus four. That being said, I also like the Buccaneers minus, I think it was four, at home, against the New Orleans Saints. I believe they were four-point favorites, if I'm not mistaken. I could have that wrong. Uh, and uh, Tampa Bay got blowtorched. So, you know, I, I don't feel uh, re- as confident as I did a week ago, and I was pretty good a week ago. But I'm going to roll with those, and we'll see what happens. And I'm hoping to just go two and three. I, I will gladly take a two and three, because that feels more like a one and four or an oh and five. But the one other game that I was very, very tempted in picking, and I didn't, and I'm probably going to regret it because I'm probably going to need that game based on my le- my leaking confidence in my picks that I actually went on the air with. And it's Green Bay and Indianapolis. I, I think I like Green Bay in this game. I do think Green Bay is going to win this game. If, if I were making a pick on this game, I'm going to bet Green Bay. I didn't pick Green Bay. Because I wasn't totally sure what version of Devontae Adams we're going to get. When he's healthy, he's been unbelievable. But he's had these nagging injuries, whether it's the ankle or the hamstring or whatever the case may be. He's had these issues pop up. But I also look at this and I go, at some point, Green Bay has to win one of these games. Like There's a book out on Green Bay. You clearly have the quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I mean, we know that. He's already won one. Like so you've got the quarterback, but there's a clear book out on Green Bay and how to beat Green Bay, and they were exposed last year a couple of times, most notably by the 49ers on the road. They go on the road. They play a 49ers team. It was ugly the first time. They go on the road. They play the 49ers team again. It was even uglier the second time. It's hard to beat a team twice in one season. It's even more difficult to beat a team bad the first time and then worse the second time in the NFC title game. The Niners did that to Green Bay. They exposed them. They did it. The Chargers did it too, to where they've got to go on the road and they come out flat and they get buried. And then Green Bay had it happen again this season against Tampa Bay. Went on the road, played flat, Early on, after they they went up early, and then just couldn't really get it go and and got crushed. And it was Aaron Rodgers' worst game of his of, of the season. And so some people might look at last week and go, "Wow, you know they they barely survived the Jacksonville." Man, I don't care about that game. Honestly, that game means nothing to me. Whatever Green Bay does the rest of the season, I'm I'm not really concerned with. It's these games, these type of games, where they got to go on the road and they got to play a team who's got a good defense and will try and grind you out. And that's exactly what Indianapolis is. At some point, Green Bay's got to start winning these games because the book is out on them. 
there's a narrative. You can beat Green Bay if you're physical, if your defense gets after it, and maybe you can run the football a little bit. You can beat this team. They're too finesse. That's the book out on Green Bay. And I feel like this is the week Green Bay has an opportunity to right some of these wrongs, to answer some of those questions, because the NFC is wide open. I don't know. Like I look at the AFC and I go, okay, I, I know who the best teams are in the AFC. And I was making this point last week after the games were over on Sunday night. I said, as I'm walking away from everything that happened in the NFL that day, and I'm looking at Baltimore and New England on Sunday night football, and I'm watching that, I remember saying, look, the NFC is wide open. The AFC, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding as to who the best teams are. All right. I really like Kansas City. I really like Pittsburgh. Baltimore, I still think, has something. Buffalo's interesting. But I feel like I kind of have a gauge for who's at the top of that conference. It feels like there's, there's a clear difference between the first couple of teams and the next batch. I don't know that there's that much of a difference between Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, and Tampa Bay. I don't know. I don't know what there is. And so if you're Green Bay, at, at some point, these are the games that are going to separate you from the others. You already got exposed by Tampa Bay. And after that happened, and again, that was off a bye week, I believe. I believe that was off a, a Green Bay bye week. And you had Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur call out the team. I think Aaron Rodgers realizes there's a conversation being had about our team. It's that we can't win these games. I think Green Bay wins this game, but part of the reason I didn't pick it is because I haven't seen him do it the past couple of years. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, it is the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to, plus usually a story in which one member of the show tries to get us all fired. Alright, so that is yours coming up next. For all the latest though from around the world of sports kevin figures get us fired who would do such a thing that's awful you're fired the voice of the voice of la sports radio that's wow i hate that guy uh nba NBA free agency did open up on friday night Uh, a lot of transactions Uh, there was a late trade of notes oklahoma city sending big man stephen adams to the pelicans as part of a three-team deal with the denver nuggets the defending champion lakers signing six man of the year montrez harrell to a one-year contract with a option for a second year. That's a player option. The Lakers also signing guard Wesley Matthews on a one-year deal. Dwight Howard signing a one-year contract with Philadelphia. Sacramento agreeing to a five-year contract extension with De'Aaron Fox. Joe Harris back with the Nets for four years. Marcus Morris back to the Clippers on a four-year contract as well. Atlanta signing Danilo Gallinari to a three-year contract. News out of the NFL. Packers receiver Devontae Adams expected to play against the Colts on Sunday. He's been nursing an ankle injury. Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, a game-time decision against Detroit as he continues to battle through a sprained knee. In college football Friday night, Air Force with a 28-0 victory over New Mexico. Minnesota 34-31 over Purdue. Louisville with a 30-0 shutout victory over Syracuse. Back to Jonas Knox. 
Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, coming up uh, 15 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have the latest installment of the Prop Bet Monster. We take uh, the most viewed games in the NFL every single week and we put our little twist on it. Our little twist, the prop at Monster, coming up 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it's time for something we do every single week on the show, and it's called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great and powerful Kevin Figures to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show. Kev? All right, John. So one of the more puzzling stories in the NBA free agency window that began on Friday night was the saga of Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard sending out a tweet (laughs) on uh, Friday afternoon, uh, West Coast time afternoon, night on the East. He says, I'm staying right where I belong. Laker Nation, I love y'all. Purple and gold never gets old. And apparently about a half hour later, it got really old because he has announced that he signed a one-year contract with the Philadelphia 76ers, and it's left a lot of people scratching their heads as to what exactly happened. Uh, Chris Haynes at Yahoo Sports is one of the best to do it. He's reporting that sources within the Lakers organization are adamant a former offer to Dwight Howard was never made. They said there was just a deal concept that was being discussed between the Lakers front office and Dwight Howard's agent, but there was never an official agreement that was reached. Dwight Howard was led to believe that a deal was reached, or at least a deal was imminent, and basically shot his shot and said he was coming back to the Lakers. That obviously did not come to fruition, and they scrambled quickly for him to resign or to sign with the Philadelphia 76ers in turn. So why did he have to sign with Philly so fast? Was he embarrassed? I'm not sure to try to salvage the deal. <laughs> it's it's like when you trip and fall in public and you get up real quick to pretend like nobody saw it. Like, hey, nothing over here. And so you start acting like you did it on purpose. Hey, just nothing <laughs> over here. Like, how do you how, – how does – like, where does the messaging get mixed up that you think you got to – this isn't like – uh, Josh McDaniels and the Colts where, you know, the Colts uh, went public with uh, his hiring and it was like, dude, he never even signed the contract. Right. Like what, he, like what, he, like he, like there had to have been something. It couldn't have been just as simple as, oh, well, he confused the framework of a deal, a possible deal with an actual deal. Like how did that happen? Yeah. Haynes says, uh, this is from a Haynes's uh, post uh, earlier uh, on, uh, on Friday night. He says Lakers management informed Howard's agent, they had to consult with team ownership and seek approval before making an official offer. Howard waited for nearly an hour without hearing back. Communication was strictly between the Lakers front office and Howard's agent. So Howard felt confident at some point in time, either in communication with someone from the Lakers or directly with his agent, that a deal was done. Now, the Lakers did eventually reach a deal with Montrez Harrell, so you wonder if that was contingent on them not reaching an agreement with Harrell that they would possibly circle back and re-sign Dwight Howard if that deal were to fall through. It, by the way, the Montrez Harrell one, I, I think, is also interesting. Like, a lot of these moves, like I said, are, I, I don't, like, they don't do anything for me. Yeah, no that, superstar, gigantic yeah, moves being made. It's it's just not, it's not, it's not like the, the, the free agencies that we've seen to where you've got guys flying to the Hamptons to, to meet with <laughs> Kevin Durant. Or like Paul George, and that story broke during your show uh, last yeah, oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and that was, that was just uh, insane. And by the way, uh, Bo Benson, first show he ever produced, and he's trying to learn everything. And Paul George and Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers four minutes before we go on the air. And he just looked 
like he had run a 10K and <laughs> there was no water. Like he he just – it was – and I just thought, yeah, you know, things get a little wild sometimes. Sorry about that. A first time in. But, um, yeah, so it's just not like one of those years. But the Montrez Harrell thing, that feels like I got to get the hell out of here. Like he like it just and and I think he he got less money with the Lakers or it wasn't as good as a deal as the Clippers could offer him. I, again, I've seen so many different conflicting reports on this. But what have you heard? Because I know you guys cover the Clippers, uh, obviously on AM five seventy LA Sports. Um, you know the flagship of uh, of the LA Clippers. You guys cover them. What's the what's the talk like? Yeah, so from what I from what I understand, the Clippers were interested in bringing him back, but not at a hefty price tag and not at a, a large amount of years. And I think they were operating under the assumption that they just weren't going to bring him back based on the money he was asking for. There was also a report that the Charlotte Hornets offered him a lot more money than he chose to sign for with the Lakers, which tells me at least he wants to go to a place where he can make a little bit of money but also compete for a championship while keeping his long-term options only. He signed a two-year contract that could be worth up to $19 million, but only the first year of that contract is guaranteed. He has a player option uh, for the second season or for the second year on that deal. So, uh, yeah, the Clippers were interested in bringing him back, but only bringing him back at their preferred price. Uh, and clearly it was not as much as the Lakers were willing to offer. Or, to your point, there have been talks about some issues in the locker room at times yeah. and who the locker room it, cancer was, and cancer might be a strong word to use, but who was the, the point of dissension in that locker room. And Montrez Harrell is a very highly emotional, highly energetic player that'll speak very, very candidly and very honestly, sometimes maybe to the detriment as the team, to the team as a whole. And look, a lot of players, Patrick Beverly and some others, were shocked that he left. So as many rumors as there are about dissension in the locker room and him not being a, more, a very popular player, a lot of players on that team seem to like him enough to be surprised that he decided to leave the Clippers and go up the hall. See, I, it makes me wonder if the Paul George, Montrez Harrell disagreement, because there, there were stories that came out after the fact that they were on the sidelines arguing. Yes. And it just makes me wonder if he looked around and said, if Paul George is here, I'm not coming back. Like, if, if, if we're going to continue to move forward with this to where these guys come in and all of a sudden we go from the hardworking, scrappy team to load management and placating to two superstars, if we go back to that, I'm out. Mm -hmm. And maybe he got he got some sort of uh, confirmation that Paul George isn't going anywhere and was just like, I'm out of here. Because Mont- Montres Harrell and Pat Beverly were the backbone of that team. No like doubt. That, like, they were the rough-and-tough, high-energy um, yeah, just pl- always uh, foot on the gas. It, it won you know, a couple of games from uh, the Warriors uh, the year before. Like they, they were those two guys, and so to see him leave just tells me there had to have been something else going on. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, moving on to the boxing ring, uh, we remember one of the classic fights. Not because it was a great fight between two great warriors, but because of the way that it ended and the controversy surrounding it, was Tyson Holyfield back in oh, 1997 yeah. when uh, Evander Holyfield was headbutting Mike Tyson over and over again, and Mike Tyson was fed up, ended up biting off a piece of Holyfield's ear and spit it down into the ring. In a recent interview, <laughs> just uh, think about just what you just said. If that had happened now, oh man, I just like that's a yes, ladies and gentlemen. For the, for the younger audience, that actually happened, as Kevin described it. A one boxer spit his mouthpiece out so that he could bite the ear off of another boxer. 
that happened. It's, it's unbelievable. It's <laughs> funny. Here you say it back that way. I just said it so casually and matter-of-factly. It's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. It's pretty insane. It's well, insane. You would think after all these years, of course, Mike is gearing up for another fight against Roy Jones Jr. coming up here later this month. You know, has a little bit more perspective on it. So he was asked in an interview whether or not he would do that again. Tyson's answer to that was, I hope not, but if he does what he was doing to get bitten, yeah, I will bite him again. (laughs) He was like, yeah, I'd rather rather not do it, but he brung me to do it. I, I don't, this isn't my choice, Jonas. You forced me to want to bite your ear off. Yeah, no kidding. You know, you know what I've noticed about okay, so when when this so he's fighting Roy Jones. Yes, and that that's happening next weekend, I think. Yeah, the twenty sixth. Yeah, so so that's happening next weekend, and it's uh, you know uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, and it's they're calling it an exhibition. They're going to be two minute rounds, but we all know you get a couple of boxers in there, and they're it, they can say it's an exhibition. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody maybe goes a little bit too hard to the body, and next thing you know, there's a retaliation, and then we got a fight. I, right. I think I think that's probably going to happen, and probably happen pretty early on in that fight. But here's the one thing I've noticed: so Mike Tyson has done two different interviews on Joe Rogan's podcast over like the past year or so. The first one when he came in for, he was you know happy-go-lucky, smokes a ton of pot, cracking jokes. You know, just kind of very, very mellow. Then he came in for the next one, and he's in the middle of this quote-unquote training camp for this fight. Different person. Really? Is he back to the baddest man on the planet? It's just his mindset completely changed. And he's talked about how he didn't like this version of himself. Yeah. And that his wife was was talking about, oh, you know, you're kind of gaining a little bit of weight and you're a little bit out of shape. And she said, you know, get on the treadmill. Just go just go work out on the treadmill for a little bit. And he didn't want to because he knew that he would get back into this mode and he doesn't like this version of himself. But once it started, he said, I couldn't control it. And he's back to this guy. And so he had always, you know, talked about peace with, uh, with Evander Holyfield and they had taken – pictures and been out together and they had made peace over the whole thing i believe that he actually would fight evander holyfield again and i what what he said there i 100 percent believe because I just, I just think he's in that mode already again now to to that point jonas because you brought up evander holyfield evander was asked by i believe it was the folks at tmz last week or two weeks ago whether or not he would want to fight mike tyson again oh. he's he says he's approached mike multiple times and mike is quote-unquote ducking him I think it's going to happen. Yeah, right? If, if, it feels if, like a hype. Like yeah, he's trying to hype it up. Yeah, if, if Tyson looks good enough against Roy Jones, man, for, we'll watch anything. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like, we, we will watch any. Like, people paid for Minute Bowl refrigerator pairing. I watched okay? it. Yeah, 100% <laughs> I watched it. I forget, I might have bet on it as well, too. But And, and I and I was such a dumb bet because I loved Fridge when I was a kid, so I think I bet Refrigerator Perry. I almost oh, positive God. Manute Bowl beat him. He did. And, th- and then after the fact, I said, well, yeah, he could just jab him to death. Why, like, why would I make that bet? It just didn't make oh, sense. Fridge but, could barely walk. I mean, he, he was. <laughs> but, but if this goes well enough and Tyson looks good enough, Guaranteed he's going to fight Evander Holyfield. That's happening. That fight is going to happen again. I'm telling you. And guaranteed, every last one of us are going to watch it. 100%. I'm in. And those are the scraps. Good stuff.
Uh, all right, if uh, you want to get Kev on Twitter, at KFig1, at KFig1 uh, on Twitter is where you can find him. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, um, it is the Prop Bet Monster. We take the most watched games in the NFL, and we add our twist on it, a gambling twist. Find out what they are next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, I will be back on the air with my guy Bucky Brooks at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, 1 to 5 Pacific time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we will be talking college football. We will be talking the NFL. Always a uh, a good time with my man Bucky. Uh, again, that coming up 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, right now, it is time for something we do on the show to conclude the show every single week during football season, and it's called this. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. <laughs> The Prop Bet Monster. <laughs> All right, so before we get into this week's games, we must find out how we did a week ago. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is in for Ryan Bershinger. Bersh is uh, standing nearby, training him, bullying him, insulting him uh, into being a better uh, executive producer. Uh, Kevin, what, do we have the results from a week ago? Yes, we do, Jonas. You had a, a great week, actually. You went 4-1. and one. Ah, Knew it. Knew it. So congratulations to you. This is what a loser I am. I actually texted Bursch uh, during the uh, Monday night game because we got that one right. Like, that's what wow. a loser I am. Oh, the, the Chicago, right? Yeah, the uh, the Mike Dicka reference was going to be the first reference. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, four and one. That's I think that's my best week uh, of the year. All right, all right, let's all see right, if we can keep it going go. then, huh? Let's go. Throw right. them out. Let's go all day. Titans and Ravens. Who has more rushing yards, Derrick Henry or the entire Ravens offense? Oh, Jesus. I'm going to... Okay, I'll take the Ravens because I think I, they definitely are going to want revenge. They're probably pissed off about last week, and they've been hearing about Derrick Henry. Uh, even though Earl Thomas isn't there, spinning him like a top uh, a year ago, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Ravens team in this one. I'll take that. All right, all right. Hey. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Falcons and Saints. Over under. Uh, passing touchdowns for quarterback Taysom Hill is one and a half. So what do you have? I'll take the under. Um, he's never had a touchdown pass in his career. I believe he's got one interception. Um, I think he might get one, but I think he's going to be used a lot to run the football. I think this is just clearly to to yeah, give Drew Brees a uh, – Look, take a couple of weeks, whatever the case may be. Uh, get back healthy and they roll with him. I'll take under one and a half. But now, let me ask you: If I if I lose on one of these gimmick shovel passes that turns into a second Ooh. touchdown, I like that's that is such BS, man. Patrick I, Mahomes does that all the time, and it pisses me. I, off. I agree. He's probably got at least five touchdowns this year just on shovel yeah. passes alone. Uh, yeah. I'll still it. go with the under, but all I'm right. not confident. All right, all right. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Packers and Colts. Over under 269 and a half passing yards from quarterback Philip Rivers. I'll take the under. Okay. 
Because well, and, and here's why. Because I, I think they're going to want to try and keep Rodgers off the field as much as possible. So I think they're going to really try and grind it. Because uh, also they know that, that that has worked against Green Bay the past couple of years. So I don't know that there'll be an opportunity for Rivers to, to throw for more than that. Although that Packer defense looks a little shoddy at times. That's with an O. That's with an O in that word that I just used. Um, so, I, yeah, I'll take the under in that. Okay. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Chiefs and Raiders. What Vegas attraction will be shown first on the broadcast? The Venetian Fountains, Caesars Palace, the Paris Eiffel Tower, Fremont Street in downtown Vegas, or Bernie Fratto's house, a.k.a. the Fratto house? Okay. All right. (laughs) First of all, I want to pick the Fratto house because I love my guy Bernie. But but it's not going to happen. So I've got to actually use logic in this. I'm going to go... Caesar's Palace. It just it, that feels like something that's shown often, even though it's it's not maybe the most notable casino anymore. For whatever reason, they still show Caesar's Palace a lot during a lot of the, that that I can recall. So I'll, I'll I'll say Caesar's Palace. All right, Caesar's it is. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Rams and Buccaneers. Over under 10 minutes, the length of Maller monologue, either ripping the Rams loss or crowning them <laughs> crowning them the team to beat in the NFC after their Monday night game. Uh, come on, it's the over, please. It's a, it's a Monday, uh, well, you know, uh, a lot of busy uh, weekend in the NFL, a little, still a little bit of meat on the bone, but he's going to come out all, vol- all full of P&V uh, and, and want to fire away because I think the Rams are going to lose that game. I'll take the over in that. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, this has uh, been a fun show uh, for the two Kevins, Figures and O'Connell, Ryan Bershinger floating around there by a vending machine somewhere, and Chris Perfett. I'm Jonas Knox, back next week here on FSR. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.